and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Hello. Matt Murray. Hello. And no, James Farley. He's off sick this week. And um, so it's going to be a quiet one. Just a few of us. And if I'm honest, I'm, I'm surprised Sean's even turned up. <laughs> Why? Um... Right, Liz Walker at Adventure Lizar says, uh, where should Midnight Resistance refugees go for topical video games humour now? Don't. By now she means in September when we die. There's nowhere. Don't bother. No. One of the things that I've found recently is I'm a bit tired of the format that we clearly brought to the dance, where people just talk about what games they've been playing and then just chatter. Yeah. I'm glad we're going. Like... <laughs> It's not genuinely. So much, yeah, it's it's not so much. I mean, do you want me to go on, or should we go on? Uh, I mean, I thought uh, you knew this was coming because I was at the time I was giggling to myself, thinking it was you weren't going to be happy. But yeah, here we are. I I mean, this is, that was the latest episode because I'm assuming a lot of you haven't heard it. Um, it was the latest episode of Midnight Resistance in which um they announced that they came up with the format of talking about what games they've been playing. <laughs> And and said that I, I mean later on in the podcast they say that banter casts are dead. Uh, and I mean the you said there's a lot of there's a lot know. of they there. I, I didn't say either of those yeah. things, did I, Dave? You didn't. No, I noticed you didn't say anything. Yeah. I did notice that you were squirming around, yeah. not defending the fact that that was a load <laughs> of old horseshit, and saying, "Hold on, lads, you're talking bollocks." I yeah. mean, you you took the the. Coward's way out, I think, mm-hmm. uh, is the right way of saying that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, what would have you got anything to say for yourself? Have you got? I, uh, mean, I mean, obviously, Andy's saying that we invented the format. Um, I assumed that was a joke. Uh, it's hard um, to tell, isn't it? Uh, I know what you mean. Um, and it, yeah. is, it is Andy. You might genuinely believe that. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, with regards to the the banter cast being over, I mean that's. I mean that is patently not true i think what chris meant i mean this is this is me wildly (laughs) reinterpreting i mean it's all right because andy won't listen to this but chris will so i'll have to tread carefully now (laughs) i'm surprised chris (laughs) listens if bantercasts are dead what why would he be listening (laughs) that's true i mean the reason i didn't take the reason i didn't take that too seriously because yeah he does listen every week so i mean he's one of our biggest fans and um and there he is saying that the format's dead i I don't know where (laughs) i don't know who he thinks he is I and think he, he, he also thinks he's doing. All the good ones are on YouTube now, so what? No one's. Why would anyone do a banter cast? We are. We, are, we, get... we are technically also on YouTube, though. Good point. Yeah. Can we? We are actually. That's a good point. <laughs> we are, can we get his IP address and just block him? Can we do <laughs> just that? Prevent him from downloading the show. Matt, you know how to. He works in you know computers. He'll find a way around it. Um, Matt works on Twitter, so. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd not go around it. Yeah, it, it was it was probably the most depressing seven minutes of a podcast I've heard in recent history. It was so depressing, it made me unfollow literally everyone on Twitter and then re- yeah, reconsider Matt, my life choices. I'm not, even, I'm not even joking. Literally unfollowed every single person. 922 people said, this is it. I'm, I need to restart my life. This is... If this is what's out there, I can't be doing this every day. It's horrendous. So I was That's genuinely depressed for about, I mean, many hours. It was probably overnight. It was like, what the fucking hell has happened here? Livid. I mean, if you're going to go down, uh, you might as well go down guns blazing. But, you know, watch who you're firing at. Because it's really <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I assumed what Chris meant. 
um, is that <laughs> like the, like the, the format in and of itself is like quite done. But when we get by because because of the chemistry between us and the shouting each other every every episode, and here we are. So <laughs> yeah, but you say that. I think what is it? The most popular computer games podcast is probably uh, Giant Bomb, right? Yeah, that's got to be up there. Or Idle Thumbs, yeah. both shows uh talk about what they've been playing yeah and then do questions and and, (laughs) i mean this one the biggest british gaming (laughs) podcast i think it's called many many people um is is also of that format so Mm. i mean i'd i'd like to see the figures that back up the claims that this is dead that's all i'm saying (laughs) that's all i'm saying chris i mean Take take your headphones off now. It was it was good, right? Because the episode went up, and I know, and you'd mentioned something about listening to us. I was like, okay, he's listening to it. And then, like a day later, I was like, he didn't say anything about. That, I didn't, did that I? Sure. And then, and then another day later, I was like, he's going to mention it on the show. He is. He's absolutely <laughs> going to mention it on the show, and you're going to get you're going to get put in an even more awkward situation. Is this, is this just because sure. this just because Farley's not here? Is this it? Am I the whipping boy now? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, think yeah. I think you're the whipping boy for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I was here, I'm. Just, I, I mean, I don't know how I could ignore this. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that you ignored those comments on on Midnight Resistance, I, I, I don't think I could say. I'm not. I'm not the sort of guy to just sit by and let things happen, Sean. I like to. I like to just things head on. <laughs> And uh, uh, this is the place to do it. <laughs> Welcome I, to I, the computer I definitely game appreciate show. the plug. I mean, it's nice to have a plug at the end. Like, oh, yeah. by the way, I also listen to a computer game show if you've which, which, which you Which was couched in, David will shout at me if I don't well, do it. I've got to mention it because David will shout at me. Well, how's that working out for you, Sean? <laughs> yeah, I think I fully covered myself there. I think I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not getting shouted at. Um, if you want to listen to that, that podcast... Uh, then go to iTunes and listen to the last like half an hour or whatever, and then vomit on your phone. <laughs> and let us know how angry you are by the end of it. I've got a feeling a lot of our listeners will have uh, be following no one on Twitter <laughs> next day yeah. and having a it's Matt Murray-style breakdown. Spreading around the nation. <laughs> uh, computer game show. Have we had any feedback, Matt? Yeah, um, on the subject of Molyneux uh, last week, so uh, Dave played a little excerpt from uh, this podcast, this IGN podcast where they're interviewing people Molyneux. It sounded like he was about to say piles of cocaine. Um, Phil, <laughs> Wall, uh, at, well, Phil Waters at Phil Wall on Twitter, it sounded like Molyneux was about to say piles of crap to me. I mean, he wouldn't have censored himself saying p- piece, piles of crap, surely. I don't you, think you can't, that you can't turn that into a funny podcast bit. So, uh, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. wouldn't have been funny. Go on, next. That, that, that's at least seven minutes gone. Um, the, <laughs> there's also questions. As I questioned last week uh, from Stu uh, saying that he couldn't, he can't think of Donkey Kong without thinking of James Farley. We were all in the dark, totally confused. Ricky Prickles uh, gets on board saying, JCA Farley said that when he made his me, he was too honest and put his real way in so they can't handle like Donkey Kong. Keep up, chaps. I mean, I mean, he did say that, but I don't. I mean, I can happily think of Donkey Kong and not even think of James Farley. I, I didn't. I mean, 
Yeah, I'm not with you on that one, but okay, whatever floats your boat, um, that's fine. Adam Stoke and Trent, uh, he insists on location. Adam in Stoke and Trent, a uh, bit of follow up here. Bear with me. First, I'm inclined to agree with James. Uncharted Three is the best of the original trilogy. The f- <laughs> well, there's your credibility, wow. God. Yeah. <laughs> Stoke on Trent, Stoke in Trent, and yeah, it's shame. <laughs> He goes on, the variety in the campaign, the set pieces, the sense of globe-trotting, the characterization in seeing young Nate and Sully. In this case, James is indeed correct. Hey, David, did I tell you... Um, oh, no, okay. There's, uh, even, there's so much follow-up from this one, one this, from Adam. Um, hey, David, did I ever tell you about the time I broke both my legs and then immediately went skydiving the next day? Oh, yeah, I remember. Absolutely no, ch- that, no chance that would ever happen, just like Charlie Cutter. I, no, what, th- no, this is the thing. Right, you can't just. I mean, this is the equivalent of you know when Metal Gear Solid Five come out and they said there's a really good reason she's wearing no clothes, guys, <laughs> and then the reason was bullshit. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was the same. Doesn't he go on to say that the actor? No. Um, so um, then uh, Gary Dutton tweeted actually saying, "Quick follow up on Charlie Carter. Charlie Carter, by the way, if you didn't listen to last week, and if so, what, why, why didn't listen to last week's show? Well, um, maybe you're tired of the format. Yeah, dead in it in a way." Um, <laughs> All the good ones are on YouTube. Um, so yeah, so Charlie Carter was someone from well, Charlie Carter was in uh, Uncharted Three, right? But he suddenly left for, for whatever yeah. reason. He was, he um, was like a big part of the start of that game, and then just suddenly he was not in it anymore. Yeah, so Gary Dutton uh, uh, tweeted a saying, quick follow-up on Charlie Cusser. Henning had to write him out early because his voice actor, Graham McTavish, sounds made up, got a role in The Hobbit and moved to New Zealand. He was meant to be in to the end, but clearly too, right. too, too so, busy so chasing Hobbits. Th- that Gary's point there ruins that other guy's point. Oh, he got he broke his legs. There was a good reason why he wasn't in. No, the reason was the actor got a better job and they went, fuck, <laughs> what are we going to do? Hello, break his legs? Oh, yeah, that'll do. Fuck it. Like, it was just, I mean, ridiculous. I, I, I can't... I can't tell you how weird that was that suddenly, like, it was just build up, build up, build up, break his legs, go, right, gone. <laughs> you know, it's just... Like, if it was a shock death, why didn't they kill him? Maybe they were thinking, oh, you, you know, if we do another so one. So much potential, yeah. yeah. Such a great I, character. He was a decent character, to be fair, until he did that whole claustrophobic thing and went nuts and then you had to try and avoid him while he was chasing Nate or whatever. But um, I don't know. Yeah, it just did seem weird. And how anyone can play that and say it's better than two is absolutely beyond me. Absolutely beyond me. And as I say, it gets, a, you know, a bit of a slating, um, probably unfairly, because, it, it, you know, it had its moments. But, you know, there's a, there, oh, yeah, it was really good seeing um, Sully and Nate when they were, like, when Nate was young and stuff. That was all great. But at the same time, it had that bit where you had to run away, run away from the agents in, on a rooftop that you would just continually oh God, yeah. foul because it was just, it, it, it was awful. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I, I'm not with you. I'm not with you. I can't get on board with this uh, line of thought. Sorry. Uh, Adam continues. Also, sometimes we all need to be quite open-minded. A game like Typewriter can be a breath of fresh air among all the massive hope and world games of late. One to two hours is perfect, and I again agree with James. I understand, David. How can a game about just letters be any good, right? Numbers will be just the same. Good luck on your quest to win more games of threes <laughs> for the rest of humanity. Threes um, is fun to play. It's addictive. It's I a mean, good game. Yeah, that's not really a comparison you can make, is it? No. You can make an excellent game about letters. I'm not saying that. 
But I'm just saying, when you've got a wall of text explaining how font came about, I was like, yeah, no, nah, this ain't for me, this one. This is, not, <laughs> this is not what I'm into. And to be fair, I didn't turn around to say to James that he, he's an idiot for liking it, did I? I don't think I did. I just said that I thought it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's okay. It's okay to do that. I think if anything, think- James said you were an idiot for not liking it. I think that was the... <laughs> yeah, well, who's the idiot for... Shut up, James. You, <laughs> um, that's him told. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> Adam uh, does not does not quit. Listen, we all have a James in our lives. We all have to admit that sometimes our James can be right. Maybe, just maybe, we can even learn something from James. Give him a break, guys. This week, James was definitely right. Right about what? About <clears throat> Uncharted 3? Right, okay. So he's saying he was right about Uncharted 3. He wasn't. Like, there's just no way. I'm sorry. I'm not having that one. He's right about Type Rider being good. Okay, well, some people might like it. Fair enough. But uh, I certainly didn't. And I'm well within my rights to tell him that I didn't. I'm not going to turn around and say, actually, yeah, no, that is good. You're right. It, it, the font is interesting now. It's not. It's boring. So, <laughs> you know, not for me. Uh, any uh, other feedback? I will say one thing. I mean, I actually played Type Rider this week, hoping that James would be on the show. He isn't, so... Come back next week for the This is really that's, d- that's disappointing because like I want to at least know whose side you're on. Well, but maybe we, have to we wait should for next say week. that. Um, <sighs> Luke Rennabeer's Busker Lily, he actually um, he listened to last week's show and he digged out all the YouTube videos we mentioned and he created a playlist and I've tweeted it from the uh, computer game uh, show. That was great. That. I watched that three yeah, times, amazing. that full playlist. <laughs> um, Luke Rennabeer's then keeps saying that he can't stop hearing succulent Chinese meal and how can she slap? <laughs> I missed the best lines. quote from that um, Australian one as well. The uh, when he turns around, and goes, "Good one." <laughs> it's, just, it's just so out of place. It's fucking brilliant. Speaking of um, me tweeting and, and whatnot, uh, John Evans at Speedy Yellow on Twitter. Matt keeps saying he's going to put things in the show notes, but he never does. Um, and I said, "Oh yeah, sorry, I, I keep forgetting." And he's like, "I hope when he answer would actually be that you would put show notes on the show. Um, th- there are no show notes in the show, so just." Uh, I'm afraid not. I mean, unlike other podcasts where they have, you know, detailed links to everything that's being discussed, that's not what we do over here. So uh, well, I'm sorry. What if makes I ever this say show notes, right? I'm just lying. I mean, I mentioned <laughs> this in the Discord chat because someone also mentioned on the Discord chat that they wanted show notes and stuff. And Matt said, oh, no, 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 no you know, that's for quality podcasting, you know, like on interface, right, and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> he, he's he's done that line in about three places, and oh, no, actually, we do it on interface. But the fact is, last week, when I got a message, can you do show notes, I went into the WhatsApp group and said, uh, people were asking for show notes, should I do them? And you all went, nah, don't worry about it. And <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that, it was chapters, wasn't it? What? You said chapters, right? That's different. Timestamps. Timestamps, time 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 yeah. Timestamps, yeah. Time What's time the difference stamps, between yeah. that and show notes? Show notes. Well, because show notes are literally like all, all the links or things that I mentioned. Timestamps are like, we now talk about typewriter at 28 minutes, 42 seconds. That's long thing. Well, we could do show notes if you... I, I mean, we don't really talk about links and stuff. That, uh, that was a rare occasion where we would talk about links, wasn't it? We don't usually uh, do yeah, that. Apart from the other game. Um, nice. Uh, awake, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, oh yeah. Um, Barry Mitchell said, "If James was such a connoisseur, he would know it's typefaces, not fonts." So there's a smackdown from Barry Mitchell there. Boy, you is his face red. <laughs> oh, oh, James, absolutely. <laughs> that that is the there. real reason why James is not on the show this week. He's still burning <laughs> <Yeah>. from that. <laughs> he, he knows. 
It's not once, it's time freezes. <laughs> um, if you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter or the Computer Game Show at gmail.com. If you want to email us your feedback or any comments on this show or any others we've done, uh, that's it. If you'd um, like to uh, tell us whether you think the format is dead or not, then please uh, send a tweet to at Captain Toss. And at, at, at CS87. CS87. At Midnight Resistance. <laughs> Just, no, we got that wrong because it's at midnight resist because oh. when we came up with the name we forgot to check if it would fit into a twitter handle <laughs> matt didn't make that mistake he was <laughs> would you remember for ages we were agonizing over oh, what the twitter yeah. should be well i don't want pod in it i don't want pod <laughs> <Get sad laughs> it. i don't want it to have pod in the name it's like all right matt whatever don't care don't matter <laughs> what is that one Computer game pod. Oh, yeah. it does have pod in it. <laughs> <laughs> they all have pod in these days. You know what you can I don't in. like it. Uh, right. Okay. Cool. Let's uh, let's get on to news. Right. It's quite, there's quite a lot, acceptable? so I'll, I'll it's a big, blast through it's a big this. Week. Uh, right. All so because we, yeah, we there's only three of us, we, so what you've been playing sections could be quite short. We don't have to rush it. Yeah. Fuck all this week, Sean. Same Calm it down. Don't worry. Let's take a time over these bad boys. So right, massive shock. Vanquish is definitely coming out for PC. Um, it's coming out on the 25th of May, and the frame rate goes up to 144 frames a second, lads. Wow. wow. Can't That's wait. That's a lot of frames. Can't wait That's for it lot. to run at about 20 on my computer. Um, yeah, Seth, um, I don't care. Is is it going to come... Is any of this stuff coming to console? Like, new console? Uh, they haven't said. Current console. There was um, Someone was saying that, that, that it's more likely to have a backwards compa- compatible mode on Xbox One. If it gets that, then uh, yeah, I, I'll do. I would happily buy Vanquish because it's one of those ones I never got around to playing, but I know yeah. that I would love. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it it's is. got to be done at some point. So, um, so they released um, Bayonetta only like two yeah. or three weeks ago, and now this. Mm-hmm. Like, they're really, you know, smashing out of the park, aren't they? Yeah. Um, That's like two in a month. What, what's next? Well, well, there's an, I'm jumping ahead now, but sod it. Um, yeah, there was another story. This was on Gamatsu and a couple of other places. Uh, Sega have put out, um, what is it? It's, yeah, they did a business presentation called The Road to 2020, um, which, uh, notes the revival of major IPs as a, as a oh, sort of this priority. Gets me, this gets me hot and bothered. Well, yeah, because everyone knows. Does it? All the good Sega yeah, stuff is from ages ago. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm all right with it. Um, like, I mean, but, what are you thinking? Um, I mean, I mean, what I'm thinking, and this is maybe a bit of a leap. Uh, Fancy Star Online on Switch, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I don't know. But, but, um, but I mean, but, if it's Fancy Star Online too, that'd be wicked. But a revival that doesn't necessarily just mean old games bought out again. Like, I would True, yeah, it could, that could mean sequels, and, stuff. and that could mean bad games. Because I mean, look at Sonic. Um, so yeah, I mean it's not massively clear, but it's just it's just interesting, um, and especially with them realizing that they can, you know, they've got games that they could just bring out on PC and they do really well. Um, it's did interesting. Did Bayonetta do well then? Yeah, 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 yeah. And really? Did well. you buy it? Uh, I didn't, because um, I mean, I've got the Wii U version sat here, so I'm all right. Yeah, I mean, is it, I I see no reason to. I mean, I don't own a PC, so zero reason to, <laughs> to buy it. But, um, but no, yeah, I mean, if you didn't have a Wii U, then that's. That's got to be like the definitive version of. With, with them guess, bringing but... all this shit forward, there's going to be a Bayonetta one and two for Switch, isn't there? There's, I mean, it's going to happen. You'd hope so. Uh, yeah. Nintendo Switch presentation yeah. at E3. 
Well, yeah, this, this gets me so excited. I mean, I, I used to love Sega, but I was a massive Sega fanboy. I was, you know, got over when they, when they said they were stopping the hardware, mm. stopping doing hardware. And I always had a dream where one, one month or, you know, back then it was on the magazine, but, you know, back then I was thinking, oh, one month the cover will just be like Sega's back and there'll be a new hardware and there'll be <laughs> better ever. But it, it hasn't happened. It's not going to happen. But yeah, I, I love the Dreamcast was the Wii U, right? It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah, and in, 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 the, the only difference is there was nothing after the Dreamcast, right? So you know the Wii U, everyone was like, no, but I really love that console. I really love it. And then when the Switch came out, everyone was like, yeah, no, the Wii U was shit, but now we've got <laughs> Switch. But because Sega didn't have that one after the Dreamcast, people still haven't given up the whole, no, the Dreamcast was brilliant. <laughs> You're going, oh, come on, mate. The Dreamcast was I brilliant. Played, no, let's just, let's I played 90 that. minutes soccer that on that. It wasn't that. <laughs> no one bought it. Yeah, well, I fucking bought. I just love Saturn. Oh, I love my love my Mega Drive. I love my Saturn. Love my system. Yeah. Didn't I, the Saturn like? Didn't the Saturn get to you like it did me? Because we all know the story. I bought a Saturn. Got everyone at my school to buy a Saturn. Then was hated for the rest of my time at school <laughs> uh, because I made everyone buy the wrong one. And don't get me wrong fucking games on it that I played you know playing Sega Rally on that thing and um, you know uh, was it Virtual Cop and Virtual Fighter and mm. uh, Nights into Dreams and stuff like that unbelievable times mm. I, I loved it but Looking back on it, it was a bit shit, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's... I, mean I, 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 I bought my Saturn when the PlayStation was coming. And I was thinking, Sony, I think I've, I've literally said this line before on, on the show, but Sony make Hi-Fi's and Walkman's. Like, they've released something called the PlayStation. It sounds like a Tomy. sounds like some shit, you know, VTech stuff. <laughs> I'm not buying the PlayStation. It sounds like something for kids. I'm buying a Sega machine with the International Victory Soccer or whatever. I just remember, I remember going and playing the... Uh, destruction derby demo you know oh, they had a destruction yes. derby demo when the playstation come out i remember playing that and just thinking oh i had that on my sand i had that on my sand it was the wrong one the slowdown was insane yeah it was insane slowdown i just remember playing it playing it around my local games game store and just like on this playstation thinking oh for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> i can't do anything now Anyway, um, in terms of Sega games, yes, obviously I want the new Burning Rangers. I want new Deep Fear because that came out right at the end of Saturn's life life cycle. Um, a mm. new Daytona has been announced for arcades. That's already been shown. So yeah, Daytona, mm. new new one for that on console. Did you amazing. know that's really weird with Daytona? They've they've just kept the old graphics, haven't they? They've done nothing to make oh, really? it look good. Well, it's an old style looking yeah. game. It doesn't okay. look like uh, you know how you would expect. It wasn't like the Sega Rally reboot and. It's Sega funny though, because like, yeah, because no one's really nostalgic for like early 3D stuff, are they? Like, no, of course like, not. Not in the same way that people are for pixel art and stuff. It just doesn't. It's just not very good. <laughs> I remember seeing Virtual Fighter in the arcade for the first time, and my mm-hmm. brother going, "Dave, look, it's 3D. You can walk anywhere." And just looking at it and thinking. Even now, <laughs> I can tell that this looks total dog shit. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, that was I, bad. I remember like Virtua Racing on uh, Mega Drive, I think. I think, I'm think i sure I had there was like a version of Mega Drive. It, there was, that, there that, was, that, yeah. That was, that was total dog shit. But yeah. having said that, yeah, I'd, I'd love, uh, obviously a new Sega Rally. Sega Rally the first one is my favorite racing game of all time. Uh, a new Knights mm. would be amazing. But mm. um, I was thinking like, a House of the Dead or Virtua Cop for PSVR would work super well. Yeah. I would love that. Also, so, yes. I mean, anything, you had anything House of the Dead overkill for the, the Wii, didn't we? Um, and that was pretty damn good. It was. I remember it was, it was just ridiculous swearing or something. Wasn't do, it? You remember, do you remember the ending? I don't. 
So the ending, um, close your ears, kids, um, <laughs> involves so the main villain, his mum has mutated into a giant monster, um, and the ending is him uh, crawling into her vagina. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, the rest of the game was fucking utterly absurd, so uh, yeah, why, why not, not that? Yeah. I had a signed <laughs> copy that, of though. that. Did you know? <laughs> You know when you're in a meeting, right, and there's loads of people there, and you want to say something, but also you're just, like, oh, so worried that you're either going to say something really obvious and everyone's going to look at you like, like you're an idiot, <laughs> or say something so stupid someone's just going to laugh in your face. I mean, someone was in that meeting and had that idea of calling <laughs> into mum's fanny <laughs> and just thinking, do you know what, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah, say it. it. I'm going to get a raise. And everyone else just missed. nodding and scribbling in their note. <laughs> I mean, this was... You've got to remember, this was at the time when Sega obviously took this angle of, like, let's just put out some... like Because the Wii had this this image of being like a, like a family stroke kiddies console, right? So they went, right, let's put out Mad World and this weird House of the Dead game where they just pushed as hard as they could for him to be, like, incredibly gross. So yeah, back in those days, like... Every game had like a crawling to the fanny moment. It was ridiculous. Oh, is that not, me too? Fucking hell. Like, not another one. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Matt, maybe we should do a podcast where we just talk about games where you crawl into your mother's fanny. <laughs> no one's done that. I'll give yeah, you that. That's a lot of material. We'll be going for years. I know one person that would listen every week. <laughs> I've got him in mind. Um Okay, cool. What was it? Anything else in the news? Uh, yeah, so there's, this was two stories that sort of somehow managed to come out separately, even though they're definitely related. Um, so on the one hand, Square Enix announced that they're binning off IO Interactive developers of Hitman um, because it lost a shit ton of money despite all appearances that I, I did really well as far as I was aware. But then maybe that's our that's our Twitter bubble. And that's just me and my mates really enjoying it. Um yeah, uh, lost a shitload of money, so they are selling IO Interactive. Um, yeah, it's, which... it's such a surprise because obviously they announced Hitman, mm. and then what, what was what was the timeline that they announced it? Then there's a bit of a small delay. Then they said, "Oh, it's Episonic," and everyone's like, yeah. "Oh God, brilliant! Like, they've absolutely fucked it, or they need the budget to actually make the game." And then it was it was really negative. Uh, everyone, everyone's mm. really negative around it, and then when it started coming out, everyone's like, "Actually, this is perfect for Hitman." It makes yeah, a ton of sense. Yeah, it's came in the same map for a month or whatever the, the distance was between between episodes, and it felt like mm. the perfect way to enjoy Hitman. But um, yeah, but it sort of went from maybe like, it's just our bubble. Yeah, um, it, it sort of went from like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, like you say, yeah, they're doing this for cash flow reasons. This is this is not going to work. This is going to be bollocks. And whether or not that was ever true, they they made it work. Like it was proper good. And you know, and they did eventually release the the boxed um, disc version. There was a bit about this on GamesIndustry.biz where they said, "Oh, there were plans for a boxed version, which never happened." Like, eh, uh, yeah, it did. Yeah, I'm it did. Happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, what a sh- what a shame. Um, yeah. On the other hand. Uh, Square Enix's um, full uh, financial reports have made shitloads of money overall. So, what, what were they making their money on? They were Final Fantasy. It's all yeah. So Final Fantasy Fifteen did all right. Um, they've done a lot of mobile shit, which is doing all right. Um, there's, I don't know if you've noticed. There's about five different Final Fantasy games on on your phone, and they're all like, "This is the new Final Fantasy game." Um, which, uh, I don't know. They might be all right. I've never given them time of day. Um, but. 
Yeah, it just... I mean, I understand how these things work, but, like, I think I sort of like to still harbour the illusion that if a big company makes money off the majority of things, they won't just hang out, you know, the loss-making bits to dry immediately. <laughs> like, you know, like a lot of film studios, you know, they they have the whole, like, right, we'll do this one for the money and then we'll some, we'll just do other things that are just worthwhile and critically acclaimed. And as long as we're making money overall, that's fine. Um, and yet here we see a company that overall is doing well, but there's one bit that they're not getting on with, so they're just cutting it loose. And that yeah, seems it's a almost shame. as if money, money is quite important. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, that's what I mean. Like, I'm not, I'm not. No, like, no, I agree. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not having a poppy. I was just yeah. saying. Like, um, I assume the Mass Effect stuff is in your news segment. It is. Do you want to? Should we do that? I think okay. it's related, and I, I, yeah. I want to talk about this. Um, so uh, EA announced. I don't know if they announced it or if it just sort of came out. Um, through Twitter or whatever, that basically, yeah, so uh, BioWare Montreal, who did Mass Effect Andromeda, um, have basically, they've been gutted, and they're now, like, uh, sort of, they're supporting the other BioWare studios on this, presumably this secret big project. Um, And so, yeah, so Mass Effect Andromeda is basically not going anywhere for the time being. They've not even clear if it's getting any DLC. Yeah, I was about to say, so that's, uh, that would rule DLC out um, yeah. At least in the foreseeable future, and obviously mm. once the the game would be forgotten by the time they'd get around to doing it. But well, yeah. um, <clears throat> it's a very very tough one. My initial reaction: the game should never have come out in the state it, it was in. Right? Mm. It, it, it was a mess. It was clearly unfinished. It needed uh, patching just to get you know basic animations right and. <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, uh, I can see why people were angry with it. I get it, you know. Um, my initial reaction was, well, this is EA's fault, and it's disgraceful that this series that's so loved by by um, by people is being shelved because they've forced this game to come out. And then mm. when you think about it and you start thinking, actually, we don't know what the history is behind this. We don't know the development process. We don't know all the details of, of what deals have been made because what's saying that this is definitely EA's fault if Bioware had agreed to a deadline and f- fucked the deadline completely. Mm. Um, and and you're saying, and you're looking at um, EA as a company now saying, you failed to hit this deadline. What what do you want us to do? Just carry on funding you until it's complete. How long is that going to be? And when you say, oh, we need three more months, what's saying in three more months that you're not going to say we need another three months? You know, how mm. much money have we got to pile into this game? Um, it's devastating to see that as as a fan of Mass Effect and a, 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 a fan of that universe and that style of game. Um, it's horrible to see. But someone has fucked up here big time because, mm. you know, you'd look at Assassin's Creed Unity and what happened to that when that was released. And that almost put Assassin's Creed on its knees. And in, in some ways it did mm. uh, because those games have sort of slowed up now and uh, the series has still got this sort of bit of a stench on it being rushed out every year to try and grab your money. And for Mass Effect to come out in a state that it did is just unacceptable and the, the you know this is a trend across uh this medium that you see time and time again um where either developers are 
just completely fucking budget in their development process uh, out of the bin or publishers are demanding games come out when they're unfinished. Um, and the only people losing out here is us because we're getting shoddy products that are killing series we love. Um, and it's devastating to see. I was, I was absolutely gutted when I, when I read this news about uh, Mass Effect. Mm. Um, and I, I, I will never know, but I'd love to know who was to blame because someone someone made the decision to either someone made some terrible decisions so that the game wasn't ready on an agreed release date or uh someone made a terrible decision not to um delay it further uh i mean you've got to assume it it, it's it's investors or it's people saying look we just need out for this fiscal year obviously the decision was made between either getting out even though it it could be shit but maybe there's enough uh, of a fan base that would buy it anyway and that and that'd be fine or delay it into the next fiscal year and you know shares will but, fall, but again, fall Matt, through the floor or whatever a delay costs a publisher a hell of a lot of money you mm. know a, a delay would have cost EA because I, I assume they were part of funding its development um, yep. as part of their deal and for them to just like how many times had they been through an agreed release date that had been pushed back we don't know and maybe this was look this has to be done by march will it be done by march yes it'll be done by march there might have been an agreement a contract sign this will be released by uh in this um uh, financial year and then it comes round to it and saying well you fucked it you fucked the, the, the <laughs> development up you know it's not finished what can they do they either pull the plug and lose all their investment or they keep funding it for an unknown amount of time that could just keep moving back and back and back and losing more money. And I think the decision was probably made, look, we need to claw some of our money back from what we put into this development. Mm. Um, we don't know. It's all speculation. But at the end of the day, someone has fucked one of the sort of much-loved series up. You know, it was already on shaky ground after all that nonsense about Mass Effect Three. Mass Effect Three's ending happened, but but this seems to be a massive killer, a massive blow for that series, and and that's that's a shame in my book. Yeah, Sad. I mean, it's you would think like you know after the whole Kickstarter thing has been and maybe gone. We'll get onto that in a minute. <laughs> uh, like obviously, the way the public reacts when a game that they've kickstarted gets delayed constantly or whatever or turns out to not be as good as they thought like at least you know the developers aren't coming to you and going oh yeah it's not ready yet can we have another 30 quid <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. like so i i do although i do imagine some of the you know certainly some of this is the publisher's fault um it, it, i don't think it's you know you're not telling the full story by it by insisting that it's you know money grabbing publishers who <laughs> um you know just like want to just rinse it for cash and then and then just put out a shit game um i don't think that is the case because they know that doesn't um you know engender like good like decent long-term support and stuff so I d they didn't i don't suppose they wanted to put mass effect andromeda out in the state it was but oh of course if, not but if it is that or you know you know, like they lose money and people would have to lose their jobs. Like as it is, um, you know, I mentioned this, the studio's been gutted. They've they've been moved to other studios to work on other things. So that no one's actually lost their jobs yet. And yet it's, you know, it might well have been the case that if they'd given them another six months, maybe people would have been laid off. So capitalism's ace is what I'm saying. <laughs> 
it's money versus uh, it's art versus business isn't it and i mean yeah. you know every artist or or you know i'm sure every developer would want to make things as good as they can and that takes time and mm. and their mind's not on the budget they just want to make the best thing that they possibly can but mm. at the same time these games cost a ridiculous amount of money to make mm. um and the people that are funding it are not just going to sit and pile money into into something and create a bigger black hole because the chance of them getting a return on the investment is is getting smaller and smaller for each day it isn't released you know mm. um yeah sad sad scenes um, i mean and I yeah just and you know and on that- top of that you know we've, we've talked about andromeda a lot and it does have problems but i think me and david both agree it's something we wanted to see more of it deserved a better chance and it deserves yeah. like you know i reckon if they'd got a chance to do some proper dlc for it um i, I reckon we would have seen something really special and it is it is pretty good <laughs> in and of itself um but it w- yeah would have been great to see more of it i mean uh, when we might but like, as you say i think by the time mass effect is allowed <laughs> back out um i think the whole i think andromeda will just be binned you've just got you've just got hope that as as a business computer games evolve a bit and get mm. get beyond this state because you know, we've we've complained about it for years. Games being released in an un- unfinished state, and mm. and uh, you know, people have the right to be angry about that because it's just <clears> not <throat> acceptable. We, you know, we're paying more and more for these games, and we're getting shoddier and shoddier products at the end of it. And that, that's mm. that's not a blanket statement. You know, I'm not mm. applying that to all games. Some games come out, and Mario Kart Eight comes out, and it's incredible. <laughs> like it's smooth, no <laughs> frame dropping. You know, well, uh, what. I've had a lot of network issues this week. Just playing local multiplayer. <laughs> oh, okay, we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to that then. But um, but you know, is that it's that thing where they they, I mean, it seems weird that we're still having teething problems with this stuff. But yeah. uh, it's interesting that like when patches first became a thing on the PC ages ago, like everyone said, like this could be bollocks. This could end up being really dangerous, and people just shove things out and patch them later, and that could end up being really bad. And actually, for the most part, people were pretty good about it. Like, like yes, you know, day one patches sort of became fairly common, but then so did everyone having a broadband connection, and it wasn't such an issue. But now it feels like we're at a point. Where like yeah like it might come out broken and the publisher might go yeah and you, we haven't got the money to support it so you're not even getting a patch. Mm. Like I mean, as far as I'm aware, the multiplayer in Andromeda still crashes a lot and disconnects a lot, um, and yeah, stuff like that might just not get dealt with, you know. And No Man's Sky comes to mind as well. <laughs> oh come on, they have supported that though. They definitely they needed have. It. <laughs> but how long ago did it come out, Sean? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? been a while. Yeah, it has uh, been a while. Right, uh, one more. Yep. Uh, so, the developers of Parappa the Rapper and Guitar Man, uh, Nana Onsha and Innis, um, have announced. So this this was basically, I don't know if it was leaked, but it was certainly rumoured for a while that they were collaborating on a, a new rhythm action game. Um, and it has now been revealed it's called Rap Rabbit. Um, and they've done a Kickstarter for it. Now, <laughs> this was, so bearing in mind, this was announced via the European PlayStation blog. So, I mean, I'm a bit like 
could Sony not have paid for it? <laughs> Shenmue, <laughs> Shenmue, <laughs> well, did the exactly. same thing. Um, so I, I don't know how I feel about this. To be honest, I mean the stretch goals are weird. Have you had a look? No, what's what's this say? Well, basically, so by default, it's coming out on the PlayStation Four, right? Um, if they get three million, they'll do an Xbox One version, and right. if they get five million, they'll do a Switch version. <laughs> that, that's a bit weird, isn't it? It is. Like, I mean, uh, I understand to a point that obviously porting to other formats does cost money, but that's that then widens your potential audience. I feel like <laughs> exactly. by, putting, by putting such huge stretch goals for other formats, that's like, yeah, but that helps you make money. So why am I <laughs> feeling like I'm, I'm responsible for getting it out on other formats? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's nowhere near that simple. But People had a go at me. for It was back in the Joypod days when, um, uh, what was it, Kickstarter was proper mm-hmm. taking off, yeah. for saying, well surely if you're investing in a product you deserve a return like you're the reason it exists you deserve Mm. a return on that you're taking the risk by handing over your money and as little as that is you know as a small amount of money that is it it like in in terms of investment it still counts you know and you should have some sort of stake in that but that's not how kickstarter works and well yeah i mean double fine tried to fix that with fig have you ever seen Fig. No, what's that? that? Is, that's their crowdfunding platform, and basically, yeah, like you can opt to get a return on your investment, but it's like obviously the terms are so strict. It's like um, you know the game has to sell like a certain amount before you start getting anything, and then by the time you do, it'll probably be pennies. But I appreciate them trying to figure that problem out. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but actually, I, I, I mean, one thing that's really telling about. Certainly, recent Kickstarter um, stuff. Mm. Uh, have you noticed that a lot of it tries to play on nostalgia? Yeah, and pretty much all of it. That that's yeah. what it's all about. That's that. Yeah. It, that is it. It's trying to go. Shit! How do we get the money? Oh, let's try and say that it's like this thing. Mm-hmm. Let's you know, and it's just I don't like that. I don't like mm. that. Hey, you like Banjo Kazooie? Well, let's do a game like that, but yeah, only if you pay for it up front. You know, and it's kind of like, and it comes out, and it's like, wow, this is <laughs> this is not what I wanted. Um, I've never I mean, liked yeah, like the, yeah, the the vast majority of successful game kickstarters. So you've got so Double Fine said, hey, let's do an old school point and click adventure. You had uh, David Braben saying, oh, let's do another elite game. You had um, Inti Creates saying, oh, let's do another game that's basically Mega Man, but not. <laughs> And, you know, the list goes on and now you've got, you know, these guys saying, let's do another music game. Remember those? And, I mean, this went up, I think this went up this morning. Um, and obviously it's had a lot of coverage and they've currently raised 52 grand. Mm. And they want, they want 855. Round, <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, probably not going to make it. Sean, is mm. there still a place for music games like this? I reckon so. You People think? still enjoy music games, right? I mean, obviously the whole... I mean, yeah, so there's, you know, uh, Guitar Hero and Rock Band and everything, and everyone had loads of plastic in their room that they can't be doing with. So I think like that's well and truly been over for a long time, obviously. Yeah. Um, and 
yeah, the, for, I the mean, format's dead, isn't it? For the um, for the fake <laughs> format is dead. I would I would say um, I mean you look at games like Thumper, which uh, review very well, got some. Uh, I I don't know mm. how successful it was in terms of sales, but it must have done pretty well because they're bringing it to Switch, aren't they? So mm. yeah, uh, it's not like they've dropped the idea completely. Um, mm. I just think that there was that era was you know Guitar Man and but all right, there was a big space between that and Parappa. Parappa the Rapper, mm. there was a fair few years. But that sort of quirky... I, I don't know, Riven Paradise is kind of quirky, I guess, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I'd, I, I, I'd be... I think... I mean, I went back and played Parappa the Rapper. They, they bought it out on PS4 and I played the demo and I was kind of mm. like, wow, I'm really not feeling this like I used to back then. I mean, I remember playing the demo of Parappa the Rapper on PS1 and just playing it over and over and over again and thinking, wow, this is just utterly incredible. And then I played it the other day and I was like, what? Oh, okay. Although saying that, <laughs> i got a feeling that if I played Guitar Man right now, I'd still have a well of a time. Yeah. Um, and then certainly the case with uh, Uendan. So maybe yeah. there's still a, a, maybe there's a gap there. I mean, when you look at games that like Innis have made, so they went from Uendan to you know uh yeah they did yeah they did guitar man as well and but then they also did lips and the black eyed peas experience hmm. so that's so you know this is one of like one of the best music game developers going and that's what they had to do to get by lips was the uh xbox one version of yeah, sing yeah, star i tried it? that it came with a sparkly yeah. mic was it xbox one or was it original xbox oh sorry uh, sorry no, original xbox, xbox 360, 360 yeah, yeah no yeah. it was it was pretty good it was pretty yeah. good for what it was it's just they didn't have the the insane support that sing uh that sing star had like the the, yeah. the catalog that that game uh built up and the stuff that it was doing with swapping discs and stuff um mm. yeah sing star was something we played regularly back in the day yeah. Um, do you reckon you could play Owen Dan with your fingers and, or would you have to use a stylus they bought something I'm pretty sure there was an iPhone it was either a rip off or made by the same people it was people. a rip off wasn't there yeah yeah yeah, yeah that worked it, it was okay but yeah. I don't even know if an Owen Dan I remember, I remember playing Owen Dan 2 and thinking yeah this is alright it's not got the same the song, thing the songs weren't as yeah. good were they no it's all about the songs agents, the Dan, sort like. of westernised one yeah Oh god, that was no, no. They had an Awendan oh, too, an actual. Oh, they Wendan did. Sorry, too. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Beat was yeah, okay, but... but it was obviously nothing like the original. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys just on the subject of music games? Have you guys seen Harmonix's latest the board game? Yeah, well, card game. Yeah, yeah. it was a card game. Sorry, yeah. I, Does I, I watched a video of it, wicked. and some people were getting yeah. super hyped about it. Yeah. Um, so for those who've not seen, it's called Drop Mix, and I mean, it's worth just looking it up on youtube just to <laughs> just to actually hear it um because describing it it might sound kind of shit but basically yeah so it's a it's a like a two-player like deck building card game and obviously they're pretty big at the moment so hopefully this pans out for them but um the trick is yeah you, you have to buy this like board which has like some fancy nfc readers in it and all the cards have NF, uh, nfc chips in them and basically, as you're playing this this game where you're putting down cards and learning points and trying to batter the other person, like every card like is a song, um, and like depending on you know there are like different uh, bits on this board where you can place it. So like you know one bit is the bass line, one's the drums, one's vocals, one's you know guitar, or whatever. And yeah, basically sticking a card down 
like this like there's a song constantly playing and it it adapts depending on what cards you put down as you go and it's fucking nuts like it works really well <laughs> like it's it's worth looking up and like just have a look on youtube because it is fascinating and how they've gone about making sure there's like half decent remixes for like any possible combination of cards i have no idea um but that um that looks really interesting how, how much it's going to be uh, I think the the board thing they've said is like hundred dollars. So and yeah, it's quite a lot. But it is. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. Okay then. All right. Fine. Are we done? That uh, I am done. Yes. Cool. Uh, should we do what we've been playing? I don't know. Four mass dead yes. mate. I'm trying to absolve myself by getting in on the joke. You uh, see that? That's good. I, I, know, I know the format's dead, and we've just. Yeah. You're a fucking traitor, trying. <laughs> Fuck you. Go on. Sorry. There was Matt. actually some more news. Go on. Um, well, just that Nintendo have obviously announced their, their E3 plans now, and they've said that oh, yeah. the, the main sort of video they're doing is now called, it's called Spotlight. Uh, and that's going to focus on Switch, where 3DS will be in the treehouse area. So. It feels mm. at least, uh, at least, well, if it feels to me at least that uh, the, the big focus is Switch, but 3DS is a, just uh, a confident shift, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, I'm quite happy about that's, that. I mean, considering they've just bought out a new console, uh, a 2DS console, <laughs> it's a bit weird, but I don't know. Maybe, um, I've, I mean, that's a good sign. It means mm-hmm. these things are usually about an hour long, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully an hour's worth of Switch content means they've got something to show. Um, so I'll be really interested to see what happens. I, I, I will never forget that Nintendo Direct where they spent more time saying, go to the website because we haven't got time to tell you everything than they did <laughs> talk about the games they were, <laughs> that were coming out. That was the Wii U one, wasn't it? It was so weird. They kept saying, oh, we've got to be quick. We've, we, we've got so much to tell you and we can't cram it into this video. And then they spoke about some... Pokemon card for about like 20 minutes. We go, what the fuck are you doing? Good on Nintendo. Um, but I, I, yeah, I'm hoping they've got something, some big shit to reveal. And Nintendo have also confirmed that they're going to bring Legend of Zelda to smartphones after Animal Crossing. Yeah. How okay. do you reckon that's going to go? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, they're still finding their way with this stuff, aren't they? Uh, they're still testing the waters, trying stuff out. I think. Their most successful one is obviously uh, uh, Fire Emblem, so maybe we'll see something a little bit more along the lines of that. Uh, yeah, I do I mean, not know how you do Zelda on a phone. I mean, Mario, I, I've enjoyed it. I don't think I should have spent £8 on it. It's a good game. I really enjoyed yeah, it. But it was, yeah. uh, but I felt like yeah. I'd, I'd had my my feel of it um, pretty quickly. Um, although it still gets played in this house, it was it was played this mm. morning, but obviously not yeah. by me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, not uh, whether it was. I think it was a success as a game. I I, I really enjoyed it, but uh, in terms of a commercial success, um, yeah, it probably didn't do as much as they'd hoped. Mm. But uh, you know, Fire Emblem come out and then smash things to pieces, didn't it? So. Who knows? Who knows which way they're going to go? Who, who knows how they're going to ruin your beloved <laughs> characters and series? Um, okay, cool. Right, what have you been playing? Matt, let's start with you. It's, it's, been, a, it's been a slim week. I've been incredibly busy with uh, work and life, but I did manage to find time to play 
idle universe. Uh, <laughs> I'm not the only one. Many listeners have tweeted in uh, saying that they've also started playing it, and pretty much everyone hates Dave for for pointing out the game because everyone was horribly, horribly addicted. Um, Don't I'm, hate me. Hate the guy in in the Discord in the point, yeah. uh, TCGS. Give like I wouldn't have known about this thing if it, if it wasn't for them. So you know. It's our fans' fault, if anything, is what I'm saying. Mm, yeah, so Idle Universe. I so I I downloaded it. I downloaded it during this this very show last week, and I was playing it nonstop. And it was it was just it, it, very early on. I was like, this isn't even slightly enjoyable. Actually, it had it, <laughs> the, the UI is pretty pretty bad, pretty confusing. Um, and it's just yeah, I'm again not really getting much satisfaction. But I I did I did play a lot over like three or four days now i just had to delete it because it's just getting too much because um yeah what so what you do is you, you tap on these various like form, uh, molecules and whatnot until you get to things like bits of grains of dust and then rocks and asteroid but you keep you keep hit, keep tapping the screen to get more of these points and then you yeah and, and it's, it's a tapper whatever but 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 after a while you have to it's worth imploding because uh, every time you implode which basically means you lose all your points you lose um uh, your running total, you lose everything, but you do get lots of this other currency, and the other currency can buy these things called divine powers. And divine powers, there's up, I think there's 21 of those to collect. Um, those enable uh, much more substantial production benefits and boosts like straight away, so you like 30% extra. Or tw- I think you can keep upgrading them, but it's like in 5% increments, uh, the greater chance of um, mega taps or big taps, whatever, and, and and those happen every now and then, and you get much higher scores. But yeah, so the, the basic aim of the game is you you build up shitloads of points, and then you implode, lose them all, and start again. But every time you start again, you are getting to that, getting to that, there are trillions and millions and whatnot much quicker because you've got these extra production bonuses, uh, thanks to the divine uh, divine powers. Um, but I did like three or four of them, and I thought, oh, I just I can't be bothered to start again now to implode. It's just getting it wasn't enjoyable. Yeah, it's, but it's I, funny because I've also deleted it now, and I when I saw that, I had no idea about the imploding stuff. I was um, gonna say, I've like, been playing for four days, and I was like, Dave, how many times you imploded? Like, uh, so what? And then, and then you didn't believe me, <laughs> and you went on Discord and like, hey, everyone, uh, Matt says about imploding. Is this a good thing I should do or not? Like. Just, he, he didn't believe no, me. I, I believed to, you. To... I just wanted to know if it was the right thing to do, like implode at that point, or should I should I wait for a little bit longer? I didn't want to like implode and then oh no, you got to wait until you do this, then you implode. But, and um, it was... Yeah. So so for, for for all the times you're basically amassing uh, millions, billions, and trillions of points um, in the uh, divine powers. Uh, panel uh, one of the five pages uh, or screen sort of in the game um it's sort of building up this this black i think it's dark matter score and that that's like the second currency you get when you implode and um yeah i was basically on about eight or eight or ten thousand uh dark matter but dave you had played so much and hadn't imploded didn't you have like three hundred thirty thousand dark matter or yeah something crazy? i did yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah no the the, the thing is right is initially when I saw this sort of mechanic in the game, I was like, well, this is genius. This is a way to reset. Like we were talking, we were comparing it a lot to that. Um, uh, what was it? The breaking bad one that was doing the rounds on yeah. the internet not too long ago. Um, and the problem with that is that once you reach to the point where you didn't need to tap anymore, it was just the numbers going up. Um, it, 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 that was it. That was the end. That was the sort of end. And, it, and this was like, this come up with a solution 
how do we keep people playing? And I, I thought this at first, I thought it was genius. I was like, yeah, you give them a reason to start from scratch. Okay. You start from scratch, but you'll get further quicker this time. Um, and then after about the third time I did it, I was like, actually, I'm not so sure that is a great idea because it kind of got to a point where I was just like, I've done this three or four times now. And yeah, it's going a bit quicker, but at the end of the day, I'm just going to stop and implode again when I get to a certain point. And yeah, I I kind of thought, actually, I, it's just highlighting to me how pointless this all is. And I, I deleted it because I just didn't want to open it up again. Yeah, it didn't really uh, make... Imploding wasn't very satisfying at all. It is, no, it, it wasn't. It, it, it constantly made you feel like, well, if I wait another day, I would have amassed like, another, another, an extra 10k of dark matter. Uh, and but then and I was like and I just when I eventually did it I was like okay to start again and then you're fucking tapping you know more, you know atoms and stuff and it's just yeah it wasn't satisfying. What's your tapping technique, Matt? Um, well, just like um, mostly drumming my fingers. Um, you yeah, four it, fingers. Well, it's, you can really do four Claw fingers because of, because often the, those you're actually missing the target, so it's fine when you've got a yeah, asteroid level. You could but... do that. You know, you press the little down arrow and make it like the screen. Yeah, yeah, bigger. yeah. I've but yeah, yeah, I really do that. The first few. Four fingers. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm glad I stopped. Basically, I, I I just imploded and I thought, you know what, fuck this. I was like, quick delete, bang, and I was, it, it, I, I I hadn't even really been thinking about it. I just thought I'll keep playing, and then just that last implode, I was like, this is what? Well, it's like I just woke up. It's like what? What am I? What am I fucking doing? This is ridiculous. Delete. <laughs> yeah, I had the same I thought, moment, and I, I haven't installed it since. Okay, I reinstalled it once, but I haven't did you installed really? It. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't installed it since that that one time I reinstalled it. Did it did it keep your save when you re- reinstalled it? No. Oh right, okay, Ooh. yeah, that would be an instant delete <laughs> if that happened. You to see, me. I <laughs> not skipping ahead to mine, but I played oh, Space Plan. Yeah, um, see, everyone's it's, it's, it's relevant. It, you have like, well, the fact you have to pay money for this means oh, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. There is that, but it is pretty good, and it does just have an end. <laughs> so. I was quite happy with it, like because it, it it was for the sort of the two or three days I had it on the go. It was quite dangerous. Didn't get a lot of work done because um, I was just think, like every sort of ten minutes where I'd not use my phone, I was like, oh fuck, I'm checking on space plans, see, see if I can buy anything. Um, so I'm very glad it ended when it did. Um, but yeah, I, I can I can see how terrifying one of these must be if there isn't a, a particular end to it. So um, how long did it take it to finish is, this? Because it's it's quite rare for these games to have have an ending, isn't it? Um, it only took me, like I say, it only took me two or three days. Um, but that was, like I say, that was with like instantly getting quite obsessed. Um, I didn't yeah, I mean, do a it, tremendous I mean, that, amount I mean, of actual. That, that is still thirty six hours, so I still thirty six yeah, hours of solid um, play. Yeah, and basically the only the only time I wasn't thinking about it was when I was asleep. So yeah, <laughs> um, pretty bad. Um, but uh, yeah, like it's. I mean, it sounds very similar. Like, obviously, I guess this this is the first clicker I've ever played. I imagine they all work on similar principles in that it's kind of kidding you into thinking that, ah, but if you just get to a certain level, you won't really have to click anymore. And that's kind yeah. of true. But then Find you will the sit there being like, oh, I'm, I'm a bit short of buying something. So I'm just going to sit here and mash it for a minute. Um, Idle Universe game, never gets game, to the point. <laughs> it never gets to a point where it says, uh, grow up, Sean. It never gets to a point where it says, um, like it makes you feel that you can just turn it off. Like it's constantly yeah. make like highlights the fact that yeah, you need to be tapping. 
You just need mm-hmm. to be tapping constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that is a bit of a. Uh, I mean, I was close to having heart attacks and stuff. It's just like thinking, <laughs> well, I could be tapping. Why am I not tapping? Um, I mean, the space plan. Uh, the way it works is um, so when you first start, basically, yeah. If you if you close the app, then it'll you get like half an hour where it'll just carry on generating. Um, but then you can buy things that allow it to carry on for longer while you're gone. And by the end, it's like an hour and a half. Or when you say buy, you um, mean in- are there any microtransactions on? So yeah, no, mic- no microtransactions. No, it's all the, the energy you generate. You then purchase other things, That's which good. then yeah, um, and it's yeah, and it's all sort of framed around this. It's it's really weird. You're like in a little spaceship and you find this like dead planet, and you're generating electricity with potatoes, um, and it's a bit it's a bit wacky. Um, but it's yeah the 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 whole sort of like the things you end up doing towards the end are actually really interesting and the way okay, it so uses what, what the makes system. what makes it good where these tappers are usually horrible and shit what what, what um, why well, is said, this a good was, one uh, I mean this is literally the only one I've played um, it doesn't fit, I mean yes like it's like three or four quid which is quite you know for phone games more than most people are used to paying but it you know it's it's one and done so there's no cynicism in it. Um, like you know, at no point are they trying to get more cash out of you. Um, the the story is pretty interesting. The writing is occasionally quite funny. Um, you can quite easily get to a point where you don't really have to tap anymore unless you you're getting really obsessive, which I did occasionally, but that's my own fault, I think. Um, and yeah, just later on, like like the fact that I'm kind of worried about spoiling it. Probably well, says, yeah, that says, says a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no um, spoiling idol <laughs> universe. Yeah, but like it, it was, it was kind of terrifying playing one of these for the first time and just like, just how thrilling it is making a number go up faster. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's that's, crazy, it's isn't it? Pathetic, we, isn't it? We yeah. said we, we we said like I mean when we were talking about this game last week, I bet you were sitting there thinking, yeah, I mean I could never get properly addicted to just. Mm tapping a screen and watching a number go up like there must mm. have been part of you thinking yeah not me there's no way i'd fall into this yeah. trap it's so easy to do isn't here it? we are yeah yeah, yeah. it's nuts <laughs> um, um i'm surprised matt didn't go even further down the rabbit hole I, he tried to <laughs> like he was texting me saying like what's the most optical <laughs> optimal way of achieving that and i'm going <laughs> yeah, matt i, I asked you and then a day later i realized you didn't even know the core mechanic of the game so i, exactly. I felt silly <laughs> I was going to roll fan of that. The thing is, you're like, oh, I'm not even telling you, Matt. I've got my own system. No, David, I, I did have my own system. system until I realised that there's, there was other systems. What was the system? Not imploding. Um, no, it was. It was like something about. Um, I would fully at, at the start. I would fully upgrade my tapping. What is it? The tapping one, rather than yeah, the, um, the auto ones. Hand of taps, yeah. whatever. You know, yeah, and all, and you know, stuff like that, and um, to take everything up to what i would do is take the latest one that you've just done up to 10 level it up 10 times um and everything before that up to 35 and then like continue as a chain so once i'd leveled it up to 10 work up to the next sort of milestone then upgrade that one up to 10 and the one below it up to 35 and that was working quite well uh, it seemed like there wasn't a point where I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm never going to make that that uh, amount of money." Um, yeah, I I had a system in place. It was just 
missing a core element. <laughs> I, 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 I also liked um, changing like the amount you can tap. So there's like a button on the right hand side where you can obviously tap just once, but there's you can set it so it's like times ten, times a hundred, or times max. And I would have it on times max, and then whenever the the bar went blue, which suddenly means you're getting you're producing a lot more for the same amount of taps, um, and and in, and within the same time, I just jumped on those and then got like a shitload more points. Uh, what do, do, do you that, mean, Dave? Well, I, I, oh, oh my god, this is really going to expose me. I thought the times one, times ten, and times max or whatever was about so that you didn't have to keep tapping the upgrade for each item. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 um, it is. But 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 when yeah, you yeah. suddenly see production going through the roof, you haven't got time to tap like fifty times to so just like bang on max, and then you've quickly, oh right, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 got yeah. it all at that, at that sort of points bonus before it completes the time thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. great game. I, um, never go play it again. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm never going to play it again, <laughs> but I am interested in other tappers. I want yeah, to try so, this do, so do you think? Yeah, do you think Space Plan's worth it then, Sean? Yeah, I, I really liked it. Four quid, though. Hmm. Hmm. Mm, okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, Matt, anything else? <laughs> I mean, I also started playing Zelda again. Because um, I restarted my oh. restarted save, and uh, I, I'm yeah, it's, I'm just, I'm excited to get back into it. I, I, I don't know if I've played a game. I don't know if I put like seventy plus hours into a game and then wanted to restart it so soon and not be bored of it. And uh, yeah, it also I feel like I'm starting now with like the hindsight of obviously clearly put loads of hours into it before, and I know different things about the universe. And uh, yeah, I, obviously mm. this game, I, I sort of wish I got it digitally because I was gonna, I'm gonna be playing it forever. I think just seeing new things here and there. Uh, yeah, and I'm 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 gonna go like a, I'm gonna go travel a totally different way this time. I know like where certain things are and aren't, and mm. I didn't do Eventine. I didn't do loads of things last time. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get back into it. I've also been playing. Did you just of... stop yourself from spoiling something? Then is that what no, that I wasn't was sure about? If I'd if I'd, if I'd uh, pronounced it incorrectly, is it Eventide? Oh, right. <laughs> is it Eventide? I think it's Eventide or Eventide. I don't know. That matters. Even, I don't know. I've also Eventide, um, been playing some Mario Kart, and we've hold had... on before you go into that because like, I've got some. Um, Zelda stuff to say. Uh, firstly, did you you said that there was like a Tingle Island or something, Sean? On yeah, an old fuck podcast? all on it. It's sorry. It's, there's nothing on it. Spoilers. Right. Okay. Fine. Oh, that's <laughs> weird because um, James said something about oh, I just need more arrows when you first mentioned it, and you laughed. Were you uh... just being nice? Possibly, because I, I now don't know what that means. The, the conversation went, oh, and there's there's a Tingle Island. And yeah. he went, um, I, I, he went, have you been over to it yet? And you said, yeah. And then he said, I just need more arrows, Sean. And you both started laughing. And I was like, okay, well, I'll try. <laughs> I don't know what uh, that was all about. No, I'll stop my head. I can't. I can't okay, fine. Not to worry. Um, yes. Were we not talking about the nearby tower? Possibly. Because that uh, that has a load of flying enemies. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe. What what I'll say is, uh, I yeah, I went back to it again this week. Played it for probably another five to ten hours. Um, uh, I found that you know that glowing thing at the top of the mountain you mentioned. Ah, yeah. Found that utterly incredible. When I saw it, mm-hmm. I'm still a bit frustrated about it. But I'll talk to you about that after the yeah, show, yeah. probably. Um, <laughs> uh, people have been asking us to do some spoiler chat on that, so maybe we should do that next week. If it's another quiet week, we'll we'll do some Zelda yeah. spoiler chat at the end because there's a lot that I want to sort of discuss with you guys. But um, like, there's James and I had a massive argument about, about the ending that we really need to get <laughs> out there on the podcast at some point. We have completely 
uh, disagreeing about that ending and what it should and shouldn't do. Yeah, I um, thought the ending yeah, was pretty disappointing. I spent the uh, I spent about pretty much a whole weekend just getting all of the uh, memories. I've done all that. In the end, mm. I love the way that that's put together. The last memory that I found before you go and find the the final memory is uh, it, I, it seemed like it was set up for that to be the last one that you find for some reason. Mm. It was the it was the one where you see Ganon turn up, Sean. Have you seen yeah. that one? Was yeah, that yeah. the last one you found out of the main 12? Uh, no, I did mine in a weird order, I think. Yeah, because um, I, I mean, there is no order. Yeah. But but that one seemed but there like is. the right one to <laughs> yeah. see last yeah. for some reason. It it was really yeah. well done. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, and I've enjoyed it now that they've patched it so that it gets rid of the um, English commentary and... Uh, the the English uh, uh, speech and, and you could put Japanese speech over it, and I know that's like a bit of a oh, geeky thing to do or whatever. But the the, <laughs> the voice acting is so bad um, for the, the the sort of English speaking stuff um, that I was quite happy to just go back to uh, the, the the Japanese voices, which was fine. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to get the the DLC now. It's funny because. I mean, you remember a couple of weeks ago I was saying that I'm done with Zelda and I don't feel the need to mm. buy the DLC. I, I, I think I do now. I'm just a little bit concerned of what's included. Because, you know, there's some stuff that's in that DLC that I've got zero interest in. Hard mode, not interested yeah. in that at all. Yeah. Um, I, I found the Coliseum the other day and tried to do that and got my ass handed to me. And I was kind of <laughs> like, yeah, this is hard enough, actually. Um, yeah. So I'll just keep doing this. Uh but yeah, just a phenomenal game. I just wish we've mentioned that. We, yeah, we've mentioned on the show that once you complete it, it goes back to a save just before uh, you completed it. Um, I wish it didn't do that. I wish yeah, it was more that, clever that, with that's that. That's so annoying. Yeah, it is especially when you you're walking around and there's people in the world going, "Oh, you got to kill Ganon, Link! Come on!" And I'm like, "I fucking have." <laughs> just, <laughs> have you seen my it's, save? It's there's that. a star. <laughs> I, I know last time we, we discussed this and I said oh, it'd be amazing if you then went to different villages and everyone's like oh amazing you've you've saved us but it doesn't even have to do that just send me back into the world but maybe I've got you know a different weapon or something awesome and yeah I'll be happy to go around and you know yeah I mean it's a bit it's a bit of a shame it is a shame but um yeah I mean what what was the I mean what's in line for the DLC Sean what what have they said is definitely that I, li- I like the idea of seeing where you've been for the last 200 hours don't think that should mm. be paid for DLC but <laughs> I like the idea of it that should have been like a reward for completing the game at least I think that would have mm. been f- yeah fantastic. I mean they've, they've only yeah they've only detailed that first DLC pack and there's another two um how much is so... confirmed that the last one's going to have a big dungeon haven't they yeah, you're right. Yeah. Is it twenty quid? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, mm. twenty quid. You, yeah, <laughs> um, you, you, you get like three or four chests um, immediately with stuff. You get the uh, switch T-shirt, of course, and um, nice. Yeah, you get, you Which get isn't even good and, and, and in you... game. It's not even like it's, <laughs> it it's got shit. like three defense or something. It's just <laughs> Can you upgrade it. I have no idea. I'll be honest. I didn't do much upgrading of stuff. Um, Did you not? No, I mean I got like a seven. I think is my best. Uh, and oh, that's wow. the swimming costume. I upgraded that for Blimey. some reason. Get it done, mate. You get sexually molested by a giant fairy. Yeah, yeah, I know that James, if he was ever in Hyrule, 
<laughs> he would be upgraded armor all day, every day. You could tell yeah. that. So, in terms of the what season pass does, so it, the first one, obviously, expansion passes out now, and you get the free treasure chests um, in the ground in the Great Plateau and some other stuff. DLC pack one, it, it adds a new Cave of Trials challenge, whatever that is, new hard mode, oh, and yeah. then and the map feature showing your um, route around the map for the last two hundred hours. That was out in, in summer. And in holiday 2017, DLC Pack 2, it contains new original story. So, I don't know mm. what that is. A new dungeon and additional challenges. But when I say new dungeon, okay. it's weird they've referred to it as dungeon because obviously they don't really refer to anything in dungeon as dungeon in the game because it's just the Divine Beasts or, or the Shrine. Yeah. So, new dungeon is weird. I mean, they're obviously not going to add a new Divine Beast, I would presume not, because that would be weird with mm. the story, but... Just to yeah. rewrite the thousand-year-old prophecy. But then it says, like, it says new original story, so maybe that new original story means, oh, we found another divine beast. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, it, it would. I mean, uh, this is asking a lot, but then other games have done it. Um, if the yeah the new story bit for the DLC was like the post-credits bit, and then it was like carrying on for a bit afterwards, that would, would be, be nice. I, it I, would the be thing nice. Is, Fallout you can't 3 buy the DLC it, pack but... separately, can you? So you basically have to get the pass. To get all of them, you can't just say, "Okay, I'm, I'm right. going to wait till yeah, yeah. I'm going to wait till second DLC pack." So, if anything, yeah. you might as well buy it now because you're going to buy it at some point anyway. <laughs> um, I would say, yeah, but then I mean, for some reason, I'm more compelled to buy the Hot Wheels. Oh, I DLC really want that. I, I yeah. really want that. <laughs> so that's, that's only sixteen quid. Yeah, that yeah, um, that's so good. I I. The thing with the DLC for Zelda is that it seems that they're focusing on challenges and hard mode and things like that. Oh, that's not what I like about that game. I want a huge new area to just go walking about, flying about and Mm. stuff like that. The the challenge of playing the game is not why I love playing Zelda and it's not why I'm playing it now. It's the discovery. Mm. I I don't even, you know, I I understand there's obviously a lot of work to be done where they're to create a whole new area with testing and whatnot, but I would be happy literally just with a new menu saying like shrine challenge and it's just loads of shrines. I don't even expect to find a new massive new area. Just send me from one shrine to the next. I'd love that. See, I'd hate that. that, I mean, Zelda's at its best when when you're looking at something and thinking fuck is that and then going over to it <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not denying that, that that is that's amazing but i'm saying you know i don't expect them to keep having to keep crafting huge bits of game for for you know for this but whereas i could also happily be just play those shrines you have paid for it though matt i mean there's <laughs> surely you expect something that's not just a yeah. menu with shrines but uh, so, I, I mean at the very least i would be happy with fuck loads of shrines Okay. I mean, one thing that is nice is that often with open world games that are getting DLC, it's usually like well fucking obvious where it goes. You know, there'll, there'll be like, you know, there'll be an area of the map that's like, oh, we can't go here yet. Or a door you can't go through or something. Or like a, a shrine that you don't know what it's for or, you know. But I haven't seen any of that. There's there's no there's no obvious bit that's missing, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I, it would be incredible interested. if you download the DLC and they don't actually reveal the location of the DLC, and it's like like <laughs> it's like those old like uh, rumors or stories you heard in in Grand Theft Auto where if you went to a certain yeah, hill, yeah. you heard Bigfoot's bigfoot's cry and people are like oh, i swear to god there's a ufo that goes <laughs> over the hill at certain points if maybe you go to a certain forest in certain conditions i don't know maybe there's a mm. white rabbit that takes you down a hole and there's suddenly like a whole massive underground stuff 
There's yeah. a, a game that you might like, uh, if you like that sort of stuff, Matt, called Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> might really? be right up your street. Yeah. Uh, so I thought you were going to say Minecraft. Was dumb. But, uh, no, not Minecraft. That's you, dog you haven't shit. bought that, Sean, this week. I, for some reason, I thought you would have bought that. Uh, I was weighing it up, and I still am. I don't know. Um, purely because like the way the online stuff works is it's, I believe it's the same as the console versions in that you can't just like have a persistent world that people can just dip in and out of like the one person has to be the host and then other people have to oh, join really? them um yeah which is a bit i mean which you know like i say that that is just in line with the other console versions so i'm not having a go um but that does sort of remove like my favorite thing about minecraft um logging in so, in the morning and seeing what people yeah done like the that idea was, yeah, yeah, yeah just being able to dip in and out yeah. like yeah um, yeah, the idea of creating so like a, a computer game show server and everyone just like getting involved would be hilarious. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. So it'd be full of arseholes trashing it. Yeah, yeah. community. Um, Forget plus that. It's, t- it's it's twenty pounds, which is the most expensive version of Minecraft ever. So yeah, I still I mean, they know I mean, they can get away like with it, four so. quid for it, Matt. Yeah, back in the day, yeah, it was not. It was fuck all. Yeah, because I. I paid very little because we all got it in essentially early access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. we remember uh, like, literally alpha. when it came out. It was it was mm. crazy. I think the PC version's now like seventeen, eighteen quid, something like that. Um, mm. So yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, is that was that everything? Mario Kart? I was going to mention Mario Kart. Yeah, uh, I played Mario. Yeah. I played Mario Kart. I obviously bring. My, I don't bring my Switch into work every day because. Because I don't anymore. But um, he's not a nerd. Yeah, but but uh, Mario Kart. We we've tried to play Mario Kart at lunch and. Me and like, two other guys we play, we can literally be like, you know, shoulder to shoulder and sometimes it won't connect or we won't find a room. And it's just, yeah. it's pretty infuriating. It's, it's it makes, That's disappointing. Yeah, yeah, like we're just literally in a studio together. We've got our switches next to each other. It, it's really annoying. I don't know. I don't know what it could be. I mean, maybe it's interference, you know, a, a la the left mm. Joy-Con or whatever, but there's no reason why it shouldn't just connect us together to find a room. Like, Or, or maybe like... Um, so there's three of us are, maybe I'll create a room and one of them can't see it or, but the other one can and then eventually we will get into it yeah. or maybe we'll have to exit the room and then the other one creates it and we we find that one and we could be in the middle of a race and suddenly one person gets kicked out I mean yeah it, it's really really frustrating that's um, yeah that's really not that's really sad to hear actually yeah, it sucks because I mean, you know, online, yes, I I understand, you know, out of years and this that, and the other, but like, not when you're literally playing, you know, three player local. You would think that'd be what, rock solid. What? What? How do do you know how it connects? Is it through Wi-Fi or is it through um, uh, Bluetooth? It, it, the, 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 they just right? connect to each other, so it's like it's it's obviously you don't need. You don't need ins- I don't think you need Wi-Fi. No, no, to- but Wi-Fi can be direct. It could be direct Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What I'm saying is it's that, yeah. It, it, it's it's that. direct Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. Do you know that for sure? Or are you guessing? Um, I'm very sure, but uh, uh, let me check. <laughs> but either way, it it shouldn't be that it shouldn't be that bad. No, no, no. Of course it shouldn't. I mean, that's that's really sad to hear because one of the things that I like the sound of is once. Switches are more commonplace, and loads of people have got them to be able to just, you know, connect them together. And it's not like they've had problems in this department before. I mean, I don't know if you've played 3DS um, games locally, but I, I've played that quite a bit, and it's always been completely faultless. It's been totally fine connecting mm-hmm. the consoles together. So, um, you know, and even in 
many times when I've played 3DS local, people have been downloading games off me, you know, because there was that option to play games uh, locally off a single cart. Um, Mm. So it's sad to hear that maybe the Switch hasn't got the same sort of uh, ability to do that, uh, especially when it was such a big part of their advertising campaign. Um, I wonder if it's just the game or if it's the system itself. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, annoying. we don't it just know says, enough, um, do we? It just says local local wireless. It doesn't say. I, I have to find out. But yeah, annoying. It, it shouldn't be happening, and but it is. It sort of takes a shine off it. Still playing that yeah. game very very regularly. Yeah, uh, almost every day <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I'm getting barked at to put on Mario Kart Eight. It's uh, it's been <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I ain't complaining. Put it that way. Uh, cool, Sean. What you been playing? Uh, on top of Space Plan, I, I've been playing a bit of Blockhood, um, which is on Steam. I think it's PC only, um, so half of you turn off now. Um, it's just come out of early access, um, and it's still maybe not 100% finished, if you ask me. But, what is it? Um, it? So basically, it is... Oh, like I, I want to say SimCity meets Minecraft, but that doesn't really seem fair um basically yeah you've got a world made entirely of blocks and they can be you know they can just be like grass or they can be a field of flowers in or they can be trees or they can be um you know a phone shop or an apartment or a neon sign or or whatever and it's like it's basically you're just building these like little environments and just sort of playing this constant um this sort of balancing game like everything you you create will you know it'll have an input and an output so like you know an apartment will require electricity and water um but it allows you to have more residents or um you know a a clothing factory will require like cotton and it will output clothes which then are a required input for a clothes shop which will input clothes and output money um and like and yeah and there's just this like unbelievably massive list of all these different resources that are constantly sort of coming in and out of each like i think once you start playing it in free mode you have like a set of like different levels that you sort of manage separately um, and at the moment i've just played through the the campaign which is basically like a very long tutorial um but it's really beautifully done like it uh, it starts out um you know you've got this little environment and there's this kid He's like building himself a little treehouse, and he's like playing. And he finds this this talking pig, and like, and the talking pig like really likes acorns. And it's like teaching you like, right, here's how you go about getting an oak tree, or here's how you figure out what a, like a, a certain character wants, like what their needs are, and then how you go about fulfilling them. And then it's like basically the the mission sort of progress. It's like it's about this kid growing up and getting a job at this like construction firm, who then like completely fuck up this area that he grew up in and was like this really nice sort of natural environment and he puts way too many buildings in and then that all collapses and the pig fuck like finds some other pigs and fucks off and well, then you I get a mission what you're gonna say then go on <laughs> and uh yeah and then like and then there's like a level where it's like look here's how so you're like you've you know you've learned like everything you need to do to please people, although you overdo it and it all goes to shit. 
and then you do a level where it's like right here's the pigs doing their own thing and here's how you encourage more wildlife and biodiversity and stuff and then and then the final level brings it all together it's like right you've learned one half of it you've learned the other now get them all to coexist in one thing and it's all just like as well as teaching the principles of the game really nicely it's just stitched together with this really nice story about this this guy and this pig that he met this talking pig um, and it's yeah it's just, it's proper nice like i i've like i've just finished those and now i can just go on to free mode and do whatever um and i'm yeah i'm properly looking forward to just doing that yeah i'm just um, looking at like it now it looks, on the website it looks lovely but uh, how much does it yeah. try and club you over the head with the whole like industrialization and ecological consciousness not a huge amount <laughs> like does it, say, does it, was th- it made by students with a probably <laughs> blinkered view on the world <laughs> <laughs> um no like it um like i say it's more sort of portrayed in through this relationship between this this guy and this pig um and it's not like <laughs> yeah that's, that came out wrong um it's <laughs> david cameron the um, video game <laughs> um like yeah it, it's just about like it's not saying that you know consumerism is bad or anything it's just like look just look at all these resources you've got and just manage it just balance it out like it's okay to produce a bit of co2 because your plants love it and you know and it all sort of works out it's just about managing everyone's needs and i, I dare say it will get to a point where it's just really stressful um <laughs> But I don't know. Um, so yeah, so what what I've played so far, I, I really like. But like I say the campaign is basically just a very long tutorial. So it looks lovely, and I, I enjoyed that. But where does yeah, it, where, it looks proper nice. Where does the SimCity comparison come into it then? Uh, just because it, like I say, it becomes about like you'll build like a sort of a big residential bit, and then it's like right, what do these people want? Oh, they need jobs. Right, or they okay. Need, you know, they want a recreational space or whatever, and it's um, and it's about sort of growing your population whilst not fucking the, the the environment over and stuff and yeah it's it's cool i really like it the soundtrack's beautiful as well which helps um yeah is it it's top like down five thing? quid it's it's sort of it's like it's isometric by default but you can pan in and zoom around and rotate and and like it is fully 3d it's just sort of yeah sort of contained with like it's it's all blocks like it's block based um so there's quite a sort of a rigid template that you're sort of adhering to, which sort of works with you know the visual style of it. Like, um, it, yeah, have a look. It's it just looks really nice. It does sound like it's got something there that might be interesting. Um, mm. I just, I mean, I assume it's PC only. It is, and you can't even play it with a pad. So uh, that's I'm not looking good. Not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to spend as much time with it as it probably deserves in the long run. Um, just because I'm a I'm a controller boy, can't be asked yeah, mouse and keyboard these no days. But yeah, not that I'm aware of. Well, that's that then. Sorry, ain't getting that. <laughs> not interested. Uh, that's a shame. Oh well. Mm. Any other questions, Matt? Or are we moving on? No, that's it. To the main one. Uh, right. <laughs> I I um only got one game to talk about because I I mean you've heard me talk about uh, Zelda for far too long. Um, I continue in my playthrough of Tales of the Borderlands, and my word, mm. does that game get good when it <laughs> when it uh, starts fucking around with time and stuff? Um, yeah, it feels like a game where they were trying some stuff out to see if it worked, 
and mm. the majority of uh, majority of the things they're trying out works. Uh, I really like what it's doing with storytelling. Uh, it's really mm. interesting. It's so the idea is is that you you start off and you are telling a story to someone who's captured you, uh, and you get dragged somewhere and you meet somewhere someone who has also been captured who has also experienced this story with you uh, and who goes on to point out the lies that you told this person uh, as you were being dragged along a day in a desert. Um, and so it goes back to where you first started and plays through that same bit again, but from her perspective uh, and it, there's slight discrepancies in the story and um, mm. you know, there's bits where you can die, but the way you die is your character tailing off telling this story or embellishing <laughs> this story and it gets point? I mean, it's been done in games before, but not this well. You know, we've had that mm. bit in games before where a character d dies during a flashback and someone goes, that's not what happened. Tell us what really <laughs> happened. And it's like, okay, I see you're trying to be clever. But this one actually feels like it's being clever because it feels like actually this character would embellish this part of the story and just tail off and talk bollocks and stuff. Um, there were some really good moments in it. Really, I, I there were bits that I feel were trying to... Um, I, I mean, we don't have to worry about spoilers too much. I know this has just come out on PS Plus, but I'm only really talking about the first couple of episodes. But the bit in the bar where you're trying to convince the guy to sell this uh, item yeah. that you've got. Um, yeah. I had a feeling that I was supposed to be more stressed out during that bit, but I'm not as <laughs> emotionally connected to the characters just yet. So it, for me, mm. it was just like pick anything and see what happens. Um, but I see what <laughs> I did. I for. did like the fact that, it, you know, you get the... Like, she gives you the story that you're supposed to get. Right, you need to remember this, 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 and this. And you're like, yeah, all right, it's a game. I'll remember, uh, whatever. Yeah, and you do I, actually have to remember it. I totally <laughs> did that. Yeah, I totally did yeah. that. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of those moments, isn't it? Where uh, the, the, the other thing they really do well with time is when they're planning stuff out and uh, yes. someone's describing the plan and you act out the plan as they're describing it. Yeah. And then it goes back to, but it's done in such a smart way, you know, um, mm. uh, like it, quick cuts. You, you're still playing it. You're still doing these uh, QTEs and stuff along with it, but then cuts back to the person describing the plan, which is obviously, it feels like time to move forward, but it hasn't, you know, it's just how they're, they're um, uh, talking about the plan and stuff. And it, 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 that gets a lot of laughs. <laughs> you know what I mean? They use that <laughs> to good effect. Uh, it doesn't feel cheap. You always know what's going to happen in the back of your mind, but when it does happen, it still manages to get a laugh out of you. Um, mm. And yeah, I mean, I'm surprised by how into it I am considering that I've, I don't know Borderlands at all. Um, and there's still big parts of the world that I don't understand and the relationships that I don't understand and um, nods mm. and jokes that I don't know. Like there was a bit where you're walking down an alleyway and you see what I assume is a loot box that you're used to seeing in the Borderland games and you open it yeah. up and it's empty and she goes, she rolls her eyes and says, oh, that figures. Um, and I thought <laughs> that was probably funny if you played a lot of Borderlands, but I haven't. So it kind of mm. felt a bit flat, but you can't, yeah. you can't hate on a game for trying to appeal to its audience. So I just, you know, you let it, let that go. Um, 
also i really liked the bouncer character i thought he was brilliant <laughs> mm. uh so yeah so far i mean i think i'm going to play it through uh which is surprising because i started and felt nothing for it uh but it really does come into its own when it starts trying new things um and for the most part everything that it's tried seems to have worked uh i'm not 100 percent sure on this money aspect there's a there's like a yeah there's yeah there's a system where you can collect money uh and bits where you can buy stuff with the money and i'm not really interested any in any of that and i hope that's not like something that i'm supposed to be keeping an eye on uh well the thing that confused me is there's stuff you can buy quite early on that i have no idea how you're even supposed to be able to afford it yeah well like the masks um, yeah, and 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 um, and I'm, trying to bribe I think your way it's all cosmetic anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think any of it affects gameplay really, like the items you can buy and stuff. Yeah, Sean, you know when you're but, walking up to the bar, if you remember back when you're yeah. walking up to the bar for the first time, and suddenly a yeah. car crashes. Yeah, there's an option to walk over to the car. Did you? I can't remember. I just walked past it and went straight in, and now I'm interested to know <laughs> what I've missed there. <laughs> It was just, I yeah, just sure. kind of thought, because like, I was in the situation, I just thought, none of my business, there's all sorts of crazy shit going on, just stay back, mm-hmm. basically. Um, so just play this yeah, me, you want to play the rest of the Borderlands games, to understand the world a bit more and the characters? No, um, I, as I understand it, I mean, I've always wanted to play Borderlands 2 for some reason, and I know, but I know that that was a, I think it was an Xbox Games with Gold game a couple of months back, and I didn't bother downloading it, so maybe... Uh, maybe not. Shit, I just remembered Geometry Wars 2 is now backwards compatible. I need to get on that. Uh, sorry, it's my, the way my brain works sometimes. Um, yeah, I, I've, I will never get around to playing those games. I'm pretty sure I've, I've, I've passed it now, but uh, I understand I should have. Those days, they're meant to be really good. Yeah, I'd love to know um, how like those games compare to, say, playing Destiny now. Like, now we play a lot of Destiny. Would those games just be terrible to play? Have you played any mm. Borderlands games since playing Destiny, Sean? I haven't, no, and because I know James was asking about this last week, and I'm I'm tempted to load up Borderlands Two again and just see because it you know it could be one of those where it's like, ah this is fucking great, or it might just instantly be horrible. Mm. I don't know. Didn't people to, prefer the first one over the second one? Uh, did they? I don't think so. I can't remember. I know there's some weird I, stuff about there was a certain character and she was racist or something. <laughs> there's some questionable <laughs> content in the second one, but. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Tiny Tina or whatever she's called because she sort of uses phrases like badonkadonk even though Which she's I've white. never even heard of. Well, yeah, I mean, it was weird. Like, basically, yeah, the argument was that it, it was sort of um, cultural appropriation. Um, but I'm very ignorant of these things and I was a bit like, oh, well, I, I don't know, I just thought she was funny. Um, not saying there isn't a problem, though. I just I'm, I'm not the one who's quite. You're very white, Sean. Don't worry. You're it. aware of it. We all know you're the aware whitest. of it. We're all good. Yeah. <laughs> Medically, culturally, the whitest man alive. <laughs> Medically. <laughs> Speaking of destiny, have we ever spoken about that, Sean? On the, we must have, right? <laughs> not on the show. I don't the think. The fact no. that you've got what? What is it? What's it described as? Uh, it's called vitiligo. It's uh, it's an immune. Uh, it's an autoimmune disorder. So that my immune system thinks that any any colouring, any pigment in my skin, is a disease and needs to be killed. Right. So- <laughs> and, and I had to text Sean one day because on an episode of the Undateables, one of the Undateables, <laughs> the only thing, 
only for year guide on was that. Yeah. That's what made him undone. I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, I'm, I'm relatively lucky, right? Because I got it when I was like three. So it only took a couple of years and I was just completely pale. Whereas like some people get it in, you know, when they're adults and like some people of color get it when they're adults as well. So like literally, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's not to be laughed this at. is allegedly, yeah, this is allegedly why Michael Jackson started bleaching himself because he started getting it. Um so obviously, you know, if you, if you are black and suddenly you're just getting all these white patches of skin, it, you know, it can look really bad. But um, yeah, I, I've just always been unbelievably pale. So yeah, but the thing is, is, I, I, I wouldn't me. even consider you as a pale man. See what happens when I spend more than half an hour in direct sunlight. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> he uses a lot of fake tan. He loves it. He yeah. loves the spray on tan, does our Sean. Yeah, you were brown yeah, as yeah, anything yeah. when you came up to mine. Um, yeah, so uh, speaking of Destiny... Um, That's because the... he looked in the fridge for too long. The light bulbs just... <laughs> <laughs> Shut that nut now! <laughs> uh, yeah, Destiny so cool. reveal... Uh, gameplay yeah it's happening this thursday so uh if you listen to oh, this yeah. on wednesday uh tomorrow i think it's 5 p.m uk time it you're is finally getting time what you want Matt, well maybe it might be another cg trailer mm, hopefully it is they've said they have said it's gameplay they, right they have yeah yeah mm. how do you show that though jesus christ is it just gonna be one guy just going oh you've got to get these coins which gets you these emblems and then you trade nine of these emblems in. Like, <laughs> you know, that's the gameplay to Destiny. Um, right, okay, that's it. That's what we've been playing. Should we get on to some questions mm. and then get out of here? Yes, um, yeah. emails. Uh, if you want to email us, it's thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. First one comes from Johnny5 from Rollmark. Have any of you guys had Joy-Con connection issues with your Switch and sent them in for repair? Both mine failed to connect when moved over a metre away from the dock. I sent them both off to Nintendo and Parcel Force managed to lose them. That was a couple of weeks ago now and they still haven't turned up. So if you had any oh, spares, could we send them to him? Um, Parcel Force, more like. Yeah, or, yeah, or. Good on. They, they felt that their yeah. shares are fucked. Um, <laughs> I mean, the only uh, I mean, I, I if had, I literally, yeah, if I held it behind my back, it wouldn't work. But apart from that, okay. it was fine. I've never, I've never tried that. Um, I've not had any issues though, and because it suits my narrative, it's fine. There is, <laughs> there are no Joy-Con issues. <laughs> um, I have had a few issues. Yeah, like the the blue one, the left one. Um, mm. It, it, sometimes the arm of my sofa gets in the way of it and it, it you can tell that it's it's fucking up and if i put my hands in my lap to play uh sometimes like my legs are cutting the connection off a little bit it never loses connection mm-hmm. totally but it'll be that thing where it thinks you're still holding left when you're not and stuff like that yeah um i am going to send mine back eventually but i can't do that at the moment because we're playing so much of the switch I need to wait for a bit of a lull in in uh, in playing it and and then send it off. But you know, hopefully, I mean, I'm planning on getting a uh, a pro pad, pro controller um, by the end of the year. So hopefully, I'll just get that and then I'll have I'll be okay to send off the one of the one of the Joy Cons. Um, it's frustrating, man. I it, but but mm. it's not game breaking for me at the moment. I at the moment I'm just either lifting my arms up a little bit higher or just moving closer to the console itself. It's certainly not been you, as bad you, as you could just um, You could just move your couch every time you want to play games. No, well, no because true. then I'd be Matt Murray, who has to rearrange his furniture <laughs> when every time someone comes over. Um, it's just a TV for me. It takes two seconds. 
Yep. No, sorry, can't relate to that. We haven't got any spares, so sorry, Johnny. Next sorry, question. Um, Adam from Stoke on Trent. Um, evening cock munchers. Question for the week. Remakes are ten a penny today, but sometimes an awesome one comes along. If you could choose one game for a remake to come in uh, current gen in time for Christmas this year, what would you go with? Etc. Etc. Sean, is this a joke? Sean, is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you got an answer? <laughs> Uh, if I could get a modern version of popular computer game Skate 3, that would be <laughs> <That's interesting>. very good. <laughs> Next question. Um, Capone Adam is back. Is 2017 finally the year to reveal a new James Bond game? What's going on with James Bond at the moment? Is there one coming out? There's not been one for well, a while, is I there? I mean, there will be. Um, no. Is Daniel Craig even the next Bond? I've, I've I was thinking track. that. Because he said he was sick to death of it, didn't he? But I can't remember if he actually had one more film left in <laughs> I like. I hope that's a quote. <laughs> I'm sick <laughs> to death of this. <laughs> no, it, no, it, it was quite blasé about it. It was saying, like, it will it will basically check over your life. Yeah. Um, Adam, yes, it is definitely the year. The, the year where there's no James Bond film is definitely the year we want a James Bond game. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the way, isn't it? It can't be tied to a film because, I mean, Lord knows James Bond is the only franchise where they've got away with that once. And <laughs> ask it for it for a second like, time. You know, there was another yeah, one as well, like, wasn't there? There was another good one tied to a film. Was there? I think so. Yeah, or no, was that there, not... Wasn't there one made by Criterion that had like good racing point, good racing sections? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I don't I remember. Tomorrow never dies. That's a really old one, isn't it? Yeah, Probably not. I don't know. One, I do you remember um, uh, the James Bond game on the N64, GoldenEye? Mm, doesn't ring a bell. It was good. Mm, it's a good game. No. <laughs> if, if David, <laughs> David Baptiste. Um, you can do it in FIFA and Destiny, but what other game would benefit from having a dabbing animation to celebrate a victory? Now, you could do it in Mario Kart, apparently. No. I'm no, not no, sure. You, oh, yeah, Donkey yeah. Kong does it, doesn't it? I'm not it? sure in its we... official dab. Now, yeah. we need a young person to confirm this. None of us are young. <laughs> but, but he does, he does the shape. What's, 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 well, he doesn't, because he doesn't, he doesn't look into the crease of his elbow. He looks over <laughs> to the left. Yeah, yeah but, uh, um, yeah, well, yeah, but he's still got his arm, like, beneath his, beneath his chin, yeah, sort but, of looking at it. Is he dabbing or is he doing a new saying bolt? What, exactly. Oh, that, what I'm yeah. saying, yeah. Matt, is that you are not qualified to answer this question. You I don't care for dabs. Mid-30s now, it's the, <laughs> you, ball, you can't answer. Is there anyone under the age of, let's say, 18 that can confirm or deny whether Donkey Kong is officially doing a dab or not in Mario Kart 8? I mean, we don't need to ask. I mean, it's not going to make is, for great on. podcasting, but we'll, you might as well tweet in. Um, um, speaking of tweets, um, if you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Campbell on Twitter. First tweet uh, is from uh, Robotic Monkey. Farley not on the show this week. What could that mean? He's ill. Means he's poorly, yeah. Uh, Shimmy Hill. Has David yeah. ever tried to milk a giraffe? I saw a documentary the other day and Skittles came out. <laughs> I, probably not. It's probably an advert for Skittles, that, mate. Um, I <laughs> Only if someone I've punched seen a giraffe fight. and turned into Skittles. It's common knowledge now that, that giraffes <laughs> fighting is the best thing ever, right? Yeah, yeah. You've, I mean, you've all seen that video. I'm pretty sure I mentioned it back Absolutely. in the Joypod days. But yeah, the, the giraffes yeah. fighting is just the best thing you will ever see in your life. Aggressive, mm. ridiculous, funny. Sexual. It's got everything. It's got <laughs> everything. Um, so yeah, if you've not, if somehow you've gone through life without seeing giraffes fighting, 
go to popular website youtube.com search giraffes fighting and just sit back popcorn i don't think i have and i'm not sure turn I your to. phone off just what's that i'm not i don't think i have and i'm not sure i want to they're such majestic creatures i'm not sure i want to have the brutality of no i don't think i have how do you think they oh, fight mate, you should how do i think they fight well i mean the yeah. other one would be their massive long necks but like you've got to see it it's the best thing ever i mean it's horrible <laughs> because at the same time you're right yeah the the best things in the world and i don't want them to hurt each other but it's nature matt it's fucking raw passionate nature passionate <laughs> that sounds did they get their like their necks and like twisted around each other pretty much yeah uh... <laughs> at least i want his lollies yeah but anyway the nick parton um... sorry what, <laughs> what? <laughs> but a twister like, a twi- a, no it doesn't look a like twister. well mm. no it doesn't look like a twister it looks more like a curly whirly oh <laughs> Okay. Okay. Jay, and the Nick, the Nick, the Nick part <laughs> on Twitter. What was that? Did I just break that mind? Yeah, I couldn't. I think so. oh. Curly whirly, curly whirly are the really long chocolate sick. ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're they're sort of like a broken ladder shape, aren't they? Yeah, they like a fucked up ladder. Yeah. Yeah, you you really fucked that up. Uh, Jay, Nick Parton. Did James I? Farley origin stories. No, wait, no, hold on. No, because curly whirlies are like two <laughs> long, strangly bits of chocolate wrapped around each other it's... well they're not wrapped around each other though are they there's like this the curly whirly there's like two it's like yeah it's like say it's like a ladder so yeah, you've like got two sort of poles either side and then stringy bits between oh, them. shit man i did fuck that up sorry matt yeah you yeah, totally ruined right. that <laughs> curly whirly curly are we gonna google that no we're not well they're not that i mean now that i think about it curly whirly is a deeply inappropriate name for it because they're not curly yeah, or whirly fuck they, they're totally different in my head <laughs> what did, you, did you think they were like twisters? Well, yeah. But I mean, better. the name would imply that much, wouldn't it? I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're not curly whirly at all. They're just holy woly. Mm. Look the, at them now; they are okay. the holy wolies. Holy wol. Okay, we, have, have, we have descended into shit banter cast now. Which, which are dead. <laughs> this is this is no wonder no, they're dying. Level pattern, mate. <laughs> it's a bad one. Go on, next question. No wonder they're dying, breed. The, the Nick, Who'd the have Nick thought Parton. James Farley would be so essential to the show? <laughs> how, how are you keeping us on track? Speaking of which, the Nick Parton wants to know, how did each of us meet James Farley? Oh, this is an interesting one. Well, I'll tell my story first, because I met him first. Um, we, so I met James Farley on Xbox Live. It was one of the... I, I mean, I started on Xbox Live very, very early, just when you could play the free demos... Well, no, I I think I joined Most just after GP, Unreal, Unreal Tournament come out. Unreal Championship, I think it was. Um, oh, yeah. So there was that, yeah, MotoGP and Ghost Recon, Jesus. Mm. We, and there was a few people from Rollmuck that used to play. It was me, Slady, JCA Farley, Johnny Five from Rollmuck that we chat about. He used to play. Um, and we, we decided to meet up at Slady's place. And Slady was, I mean nicest bloke you'll ever meet but had some weird tendencies um and one of them was i was with slady i'd met him before i think um and i was around his place and james farley was coming to meet us and he said i'm in a cab can you stand at the end of your like like can you stand in the road so i know where the cab needs to stop so we stood in the road, we saw the cab coming, and just as I waved for Farley's cab to pull over, Slady ran off. He just ran, he <laughs> pelted it down the road. 
for literally no reason. James Farley got out of the cab and just went, you Elmo? I said, yeah, you are right, you James? He goes, yeah. Was that Slady? Yeah, I've got no idea where, I mean, this, I mean, I'm in Birmingham. I don't live here. I don't know what's going to happen now. <laughs> and he just ran off. I think he just got a bit nervous. I mean, like, obviously we shouldn't laugh because yeah, obviously he's, he's probably had a fucking panic attack. <laughs> Um, but still, that is that's a hell of a situation to be in. It was a weird <laughs> introduction. <laughs> it was a weird <laughs> way to meet some of them. I love the idea that yeah, like James Farley's that intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really not. Um, Matt, what, what, when was your first meeting with 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 the Farlong? Well, um, I obviously knew him from Rollmark, and then um, you guys were playing 360. And then when I eventually did get a 360, I sort of joined, joined you guys playing Left 4 Dead and all the other stuff. And then I think you just guys came to, play, came to Leeds, didn't you, one time? And uh, Yeah, I remember coming to Leeds. I don't remember, like, taking him up. I don't remember Sorry? how it got to the point where it was... <laughs> I don't remember how it got <laughs> to the point where we were like, uh, oh, yeah, I'm coming up to Leeds, Matt, because we knew each other, you know, quite well. I don't. I can't remember just going. Oh yeah, I'm going to bring James Farley. That would be weird. So yeah, there must have I think been it was like that same weekend when Capone came up. So it's just a you know. Yeah, everyone's invited type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about you, Sean? What was the first time at my wedding? I'm trying to think. No, I uh, there was an EGX prior to that, wasn't what there? Was there? I don't. Th- I don't think I'd podcasted with him. Yeah, I definitely already met him by the time your wedding All right. came around. Um, because you must have been at the EGX I, yeah, that I, I didn't go to, think... right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Um, and yeah, Farley was there, and it was, but like Michael was still around, so Farley didn't get the piss taken out of him so much then. Oh, he did, um. he did, but we did. This is what this is one thing people don't understand. Um, James and I have had this relationship for well, what, over fifteen years now, or coming up mm-hmm. to fifteen years. Um, we have been at each other's throats for as long as I've known the man and I think we both enjoy it <laughs> so chill out eh? <laughs> calm down with all the messages about oh you're being too harsh on Farley you don't know the half of it I mean I <laughs> I remember always feeling bad because um when I first started doing Joypod uh it was uh campfire like so I'd started doing the show with you and but like I wasn't massively aware of like Joypod's history and then I think it was Campfire Burning like tweeted some comment about like, oh yeah, Sean's the new James Farley. And I was like, who's that? <laughs> it's obviously not realising that Farley had been like a massive part oh, of the show. Oh shit, yeah, I totally time. forgot about that. Yeah. So what had happened on Joypod mm-hmm. was that James Farley was slowly becoming the third person on Joypod. Like he was on the play mm-hmm. radio shows and um he was getting more and more involved with the show and we kind of Mm. had come to the agreement that he was going to be the third person and then he moved Mm. to China and that option had fallen (laughs) apart. Um, But the thing was, we kind of got used to there being a third person on the show and we decided that, yeah, maybe we should look for a sort of a third chair. And and then by the time James had come back, it was like... Oh, James, um, yeah, you're back in town. Your job's gone. Um, Sean was just sitting there, none the wiser. Yeah, totally <laughs> oh, ignorant. Um, is, is, is my job here? Am I on the <laughs> No, James. <laughs> but the other thing that's weird was when we all when we did the PSVR weekend, did Farley think we hadn't met? Because 
I remember he, like, hadn't he said something about like, oh, like it was going to be weird. Like us all hanging out together. No, I think. Which I guess, I suppose, I suppose like all four of us had never actually happened. No, properly, yeah, I think that's I what suppose, he was but... talking about. The fact that, that we'd never, yeah. the four of us had never hung out before. Um, yeah. like. I wonder if life. maybe he just forgot meeting me. No, 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 I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, James is good with stuff like that. He knows, yeah. yeah. I, th- that's something that I would do. The amount of times that I've spoken to people and just <laughs> gone, oh, you're all right. Yeah, nice to meet you. And they're like, yeah, good to see you again. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yesterday. Whoops. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that good with that. Yeah, that. Ha- I mean, women, at EGX. Obviously, that's mostly weekend of drinking plus um plus gaming. So every year it's like, oh, you're you're that guy, and it's like, yeah, I literally had a massive two hour conversation with you last year. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, great to meet yeah. you for the first time. <laughs> I um. Uh, do you remember Tom from uh, the Noob Review? Yeah, he yeah. once told me about how uh, he got engaged and stuff, and I sent him this. Oh, mm. congratulations, man! You know, really happy for you. Blah 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 blah. And he said, "Dave, we, we you know, I've told you, <laughs> I got, got engaged. <laughs> I can't believe you've forgotten." I was like, "But yeah, I'm, I know that." <laughs> Just congrats again, in a way. It's not not as bad as the time that yeah. I forgot your grandma had yeah. passed away, and I asked how she was doing. <laughs> Yeah, Absolute that was a banter. bad one. I mean, don't get me wrong. That was, was a bad one. That was just fucking funny. <laughs> it's just the way. It's just the way you went. Um, yep, still dead. <laughs> yeah, that was awkward. Uh, Luke, yep. friend of bears. What game have you been most excited about, only to end up not actually finishing the game? Well, Luke, every single game for me. I was going to say, how long have you got? Uh, I mean. I- there's definitely loads. I just, I mean, this is all, like absolutely part of the problem is that off the top of my head, I can't even think what they were. Uh, Mafia 3 is one that sticks out for me. I was well pumped for that game. And um, I mean, I, I enjoyed what I played of it, but it wasn't what I wanted. It went a little bit too much. Let's do some open world stuff. And that's what Mafia 2 was an open world game that didn't do open world stuff. It was a very mm. linear, very go here, do this, go here, do this. That's what that game was all about. Um, and this one tried to do some open world stuff and it that was the crappiest part of the game. And I was kind of like, <laughs> if it's going to ask me to go to another fucking hideout and clear it out and then that becomes part of my territory again then I think I'm going to tap out and make, well, I think mm. the idea was give it a break and come back to it. But I gave it a break and didn't go back to it. Uh, and it's still sitting in my yeah. drawer at the moment. Uh, I think the biggest one for me has got to be The Last Guardian. You never finished it? Oh, you've got to get it done, Sean. Nope. Oh my God. I, I, don't, I, I don't know if I can be asked. It's, it's the same thing. I was like, do you know what? I think I just maybe need some time away from it. And that was like three months ago. The ending was so good. I mean, yeah, that is your ultimate answer mm. there, definitely. But uh, the yeah. ending is so good. It's just, you. I do not blame you. Like I even said that, I remember mm. when I wrote my review, I was like, I want people to experience this ending um, mm. because the ending's incredible. But at the same time, I cannot blame anyone that chucks the towel in <laughs> because yeah. it's a frustrating mess. Um yeah. And if James was here, he'd be going, oh, it was fine, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's never been so wrong about a game in his life. <laughs> Apart from that font game. 
Well, spe- <laughs> speaking of that font game, uh, Luke from the Bears is back. I thought that typewriter sounded all right. What do you actually think of it now James isn't here to wind up? Well, we're going to save that for next week, definitely. Have I you thought it was actually David? pretty good. Just wait to wind him up. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, you know, it was crap. Next question. Um, Luke, friend of bears at Busker Lily. Um, Matt seemed to know a lot about a man shagging a dog last week. Is he a secret UKIP supporter? And which gaming animal would you like, most like to give one to? Sorry, is, there, is, it, is, that a, is that a thing that UKIP supporters are bumming dogs left, right and centre? Or have I... <laughs> there was that one guy, wasn't there, on Twitter who was arguing that because, like, basically shagging a, an animal is no worse than eating it. Oh, God. What? So it's like, well, if we eat meat, then... Because, yeah, he was like, well, why can't you shag animals? And I was like, well, because animals can't give consent. Well, they can't give consent to being slaughtered and eaten. And you do that. He's, he's got, got a there. point. He's got you He's there, got a point, Sean. actually. <laughs> <laughs> Get Nigel Farage in. Is my, what, my train of thought now. Just <laughs> fucking get the fuck out of the EU. <laughs> what the fuck is that about? It's almost as if these people don't <laughs> think. This is why I unfollowed everyone. That sort of shit. <laughs> okay, cool. Next question. Uh, which which game animal would you guys like to give one to? We're not gonna. Okay, um, Luke. We've done. We've sort of done that. We didn't. We have a discussion about. Have what? we? Oh shit! Was this on Big Bother? Uh, it was on Big Bother. Well, no, because didn't you say what? yes? It was. Didn't you say like flamingo or something? No, I said dolphin. <laughs> oh, I, I say. I think I said. Oh, you said not, cat. Let's, let's not get involved in this. this you said cat, and I, I, um, <laughs> it wasn't gaming animal. It's just like which animal would you you know bang if you had to? Yeah, and I said dolphin. You said cat, and um, uh, what was it? Uh, Capone Adam said spider. Yeah. So, uh, Luke, How does that I mean, work? you got to listen to the show for the full, for the full amount of, of banter. I mean, it was hilarious. No, I don't think I do. I think I'm all right. I think, <laughs> I, think, I think I've got everything I need. Um, Luke Fender Bears is back. <laughs> what ways have you seen other people play games that you can't even imagine doing? Um, Chet Roivas spent, um, what, best part of a month trying to convince us to all buy plastic wheels for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe yep, on the wheels. Switch. <laughs> um and then Why? and then constantly complains that I beat him on Mario Kart <laughs> because he's using <laughs> them wheels. And then when we were we were uh, playing it the other night, I haven't told you this, Matt. Um he was playing it with his missus uh against me and John and he said they're not even using the motion controls, but they're still using the Joy Cons in them wheels. Oh so my God. <laughs> I know. They're just using the wheels to hold the Joy Con. I don't know. I don't know. I can't imagine ever doing that. There you go. Perfect answer to a question. Uh, Athena, what do you dislike most? No about- one else want to answer that? Are you just leaving it to me? Am I just, am I carrying you it's guys through this It's time to move now? on. Okay, go on. Athena, what do you dislike most about James's contribution to the show? What do I dislike? He's farting. Uh, that was, that was bad. Uh, I don't know. I don't dislike. I think, you, I think if one, if this, Episode proves one thing: say, it's James essential. <laughs> he's uh, he's good at what he does. He is the and show. That's fucking moaning. We're going to end with 
I could just uh, I could just do without his constant sexist tirades. Good point. Good point. Honest. But we cut them out, Sean, so people yeah. wouldn't. No one knew about that. Oops. We're going to end with um, CS87, uh, Chris Brown, of course. Hi, Matt. Oh, that's surprising to get a, a message from I him. I, I assume it's I a complaint about the format. Go on. I don't know why. Twi- why would he be listening hmm. to the dead format? He's actually he's a, he's actually messaged me saying he hopes this question doesn't come across too snarky. No, I think it might be too late no, for that, don't you? Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think if anything was coming across snarky from you this week, Chris, it might have been the last <laughs> half an hour of Midnight Resistance. See, well, he steady on, Dave. It's maybe the whole show. <laughs> did he accidentally send this to us when he meant to send it to Kane and Rince, which he loves so much? All Retro's Island, they're good. I, I mean... Anyway, <laughs> now that sounded very mean. <laughs> Look, I don't give a fuck anymore, Sean. That's all I'm following everyone and for the right people back. God, you can all fuck God. off. Um, hi, Matt! Exclamation mark. You keep talking about this E3 potentially being the greatest E3 of all time, but I don't really know why. Can you elaborate? Well, um, yeah, it's a trifecta of goodness, uh, uh, Chris. New, new Microsoft console. You know, who who knows what's going to happen there? We've been over this. It's Nintendo's first E3 since the Switch came out, and um, I. I actually think that Sony will tease PlayStation Five. Um, that, that, that's just me. What? Yeah, I, I reckon. I reckon. It, it would make I sense it for, for next year, but we haven't gone into predictions. That's not really no, of course. Prediction, the um, prediction shows a different show. Yeah. But um, I, oh, I'd I mean, be yeah, surprised. New, new console. You know, Switch. You know, Switch stuff. Um, hopefully, they're going to show off some big guns, but who knows? Um, the PS4 Pro come out at the end of last year, though. I'm just saying, I would no, be surprised if it's going to come out it's next year. I wouldn't surprise if it is it, but anyway, that's that's a prediction. Uh, I just reckon it's going to be a bangingly free. I hope so. Um, I'm excited to see what what uh, developers could that could be doing with PS4 Pro. Um, I'm obviously clearly very excited to see what I do with Scorpio. Um, I'm hoping for a second wave of PSVR titles. So it's got all the, and also I'm interested to see what they change because it's now got the public involved and see what they do. Obviously, we already know there's a uh, Jeff Keighley um, thing. There's that E3 Live or whatever it's called. And there's those mm. panels. Uh, yeah, I'm just interested to see what it's going to be like, but mostly uh, Scorpio, isn't it? I know. I'm. I'm. I'm very excited. I, I think it's going to be. It has the potential to be a banger. I mean, for starters, Nintendo and Switch, it sold well, which is a good sign. Um, they've booked the whole hour for Switch chat, which is a good sign. I. I mean, they've always let me down, but I'm hoping that this time that's <laughs> not going to happen. Um. Yeah, Microsoft, I'm fascinated to see what their move is. I mean, we all know that the, the next, uh, uh, you know, the Scorp- Scorpio is going to be really uh, powerful, but but we want to see games on it. So, I mean, I'd, I'd be interested to see what they show off. And Sony, I, I literally don't know what their next move is going to be. Um, I don't mm. think we're going to see a new new PlayStation. I think that would piss people off too much. Um, but I do think we're going to go and see some... Uh, interesting ex- exclusives coming to ps4 um they're still the market leader at the moment if the, the current gen and they haven't got too many exclusives in the pipeline we don't know what they're bringing out at the end of the year that's going to be exclusive to ps4 are they going to have something to sort of just slam down on the table and go boom that's why we're the, we're number one at the moment mm. uh mm. so yeah i i mean Every E3, every build-up to E3, I always get pumped and I always think it's going to be a banger. And sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But 
I think every three's got the potential. Yeah, to but be, the, yeah. The, there's a lot of potential with new consoles and, and whatnot this year. In terms of like PS5, I think it could be teased. Obviously, last year Microsoft, you know, uh, teased or slash announced Scorpio as like this year. I mean, if it's going out next year, you'd like to think that maybe Sony would tease it now. Uh, why? How could they bring it out two years after the Pro, Matt? Because the Pro is just like a an S version of the console. It's like the Xbox. It wasn't S. that. It's three hundred and fifty quid. Uh, going to say yeah, a lot of people spend a lot of money yeah. on it. I, I, I'm not saying it wouldn't be crazy, but I'm also that that would be my my uh, my 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 out you know my crazy prediction for this year's e3 but we'll, we'll get on to predictions another time um that's it for tweets and questions if you want to tweet us it's at computer game pod on twitter or you can email the computer game show at gmail.com we're also on facebook uh the podcast is on youtube um with all the other people that are really good and and they haven't bothered with podcasts but we put our podcast on youtube because it's it's, it's dying format and dying uh dying bandcast but whatever fuck a lot of you that's it <laughs> We'll see some of you next week. Some of you are probably dropping off. Um, Thanks for living it. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Goodbye. Love you. Love you. Cheers.